big news. I have some important news for you. Interesting news. It's Blake and Darren's Spilling the Tea with Sandy. K-Man's top news headlines of the day from CMR. Friday headlines from Sandy. Good morning. Morning. Hey, good morning, Blake and Aaron. How are you guys doing? Good. What do you got for us? Okay, so um, remember the story of, uh, I think we mentioned yesterday, the missing boater? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, well, he's still missing. Yeah. Um, the story <clears throat> appears to be turning, making some unusual turns, my apologies. And so we're waiting some of, on some official updates on, um, you know, what's really going on here. But the most bizarre thing, really, about this situation is that um, quite ironically, a number of Cubans who uh, it is believed have left the Cayman Islands have shown up at a time, like the timing is is perfect with his trip, if that makes any sense. And so they showed up in Banaca, Honduras. So um, despite the fact that he's still missing, uh, we now have at least, I think, six or seven Cubans that have showed up in Honduras who recently were last seen in the Cayman Islands. Oh, were they? Uh, what kind of boat? Were, what kind of boat were they on? Mm-hmm. So, so um, here soon. <laughs> yes, those, those are alive. those are some of the details that need to be carefully flushed out. Okay, mm. is that and that's confirmed though uh, that they're in Cuba, that they're in okay. Honduras. It can be the Cubans from here. Yes. Okay. Yes. For sure. We have photos. We have photos of them. So we think um, that they might have used his boat. Well, and, and, they uh, might have used him. And then uh, he was no longer part of, of the trip. Right. At some point. At some point. Oh, mm. oh that. Oh. Mm. Okay. Yes. It's a mystery. It's a Nancy Drew mystery. All right. Mm-hmm. The Minister of Health and Wellness has said that Mariner's Cove location is to be home to a new wellness park. Now, you know, that location has sat there for like 20 years after Hurricane Ivan um, destroyed what was previously there. And uh, the government has recently acquired the property um, for the purpose of what they say will be a new wellness community park. So we're still waiting on the details of what the um, park will include. However, she did mention this at the recent Alex Panton Foundation uh, Symposium, um, sixth annual youth mental health symposium event that was held uh, last weekend. So. We'll see exactly what that flushes out. And a bit of, um, you know, Caribbean um, entertainment news. Comedian Maja Hype, a lot of people know him, was recently arrested in the United States of America for kidnapping, false imprisonment, and battery. Wow. His real name is Joseph Nigel Nothing Piron. funny about that. Sorry? Nothing funny about that. No, not at all. Not at all. And I, I do have an ironic twist to this, which I think you guys will find interesting. Mm. There's a photo of him and um, none other than DJ Renato on mm. social media, the two of them together. Wow. Shall right, we leave Sandy. you there? All right. Check out Sandy right now on Bobo 89.1 FM. Have a good weekend. See you Monday. Have a great weekend. Thanks, guys. Bye. All right. I don't make up the news. Bigger. Bigger. Better. Better. Older. Older. The cold, hard truth is taking talk to the next level. Right here on Bobo 89.1 FM, Cayman's Community Radio. We are still spilling the tea. And committed to being part of the change that Cayman so desperately needs. 
Join Sandy Hill weekdays from 7.30 a.m. for Premier Access, Cayman Voices, Truthful Thursdays, and much more. Cayman's number one talk show is now bigger, bigger, better, better, bolder, bolder, and more than talk. Getting results with hot topics, consumer reports, court exposés, and more. I've come to set the record I've come to shine the light on you Let me introduce myself I am the cold heart Now, from the CMR studio in Grand Cayman, live, direct, it's the cold hard truth. Now, now, join the conversation on 345-936-2626. That number again is 345-936-2626. Oh, my apologies. There we go. I muted myself. So sorry. So happy Friday. I was just saying happy Friday to everyone. Thank you guys so much for um, joining us today. It's been a very, very interesting week. Um, So we are waiting on a special guest to come on. He's going to be here about 745 or so. And then we're going to tell him a little bit about um, what is happening. Uh, Sorry, we're going to find a little bit about what he's been up to and some positivity. And then we've got some really interesting updates and news that we have to um, get into. So just as an FYI, the regular YouTube channel seems to be back in operation. Remember, we had gotten put in YouTube jail ever so slightly. So we are back. And uh, yes, so we'll we'll stream on both today for the purposes of um, ensuring that everyone is catching the show because child, it's, it's, it's difficult to keep up between one and the other here, there, and everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I hope you guys are having a fantastic week. All right. So today's show, Scammers and Scandals. My goodness. I feel like we could do that show every single day, really. But um, we have to balance it with other, you know, sensible discussions. Because Lord knows... Um, There's so much for such a small island, I must say, that I'm always intrigued by the amount of um, scandal that we seem to have on this island. Yes. My goodness. Mm -mm -mm. Imagine as the population grows and we get bigger, what it's going to be like. So we've got some video footage this morning that we're going to be um, sharing with you all um, that you will find most interesting, no doubt. Um, 
and uh, we'll have a discussion around some of that. Um, okay. Making sure that all my WhatsApp people have all the morning links to get going. So listen, we were just talking about this comedian, Maja Hype, who has been arrested in the United States of America and Georgia for assault. This is uh, quite a serious thing. Um, you know, you Caribbean men need to relax yourselves because I tell you what, not everywhere in the world are they going to accept um, your behavior, right? So in the Caribbean, I'm very much aware that you're more likely to get away with um, illegal and unlawful behavior, particularly when it comes to women, whether it's rape, sexual assault, um, uh, domestic violence and abuse, you know, women um, as well as just the community at large seems to give these guys a lot of leeway because of who they are. And I guess because as a region, we have accepted quite frankly um, that this is par for the course. You live in the Caribbean, you're a Caribbean woman, you might get knocked around by your spouses or husbands. That's what we tell each other. Um, I'm ever so shocked at this. You know, uh, a lot of women accept, oh my God, just unbelievable uh, behavior from some of these, um, you know, uh, it's just, ugh. somebody says, are you sure it's a Caribbean man? He's a Caribbean man. Isn't he from Trinidad? Um, I think he's from Trinidad. Yeah, man, he's Caribbean. Uh, although I don't know how much time he spent in the U.S., but he's definitely, I mean, I consider him a Caribbean man. And without a doubt, he's probably had a lot of Caribbean influences in his life. So he probably grew up in a Caribbean home. Um, let me see where he's from. Hold on one second. So now he's been arrested in charges of simple battery and making terrorist threats and acts in the U.S. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, he was arrested before for kidnapping, false imprisonment, and battery in 2021 in relation to an incident with his ex-fiance, Letitia Kirby. And the details of this latest incident are not really known, but apparently... On um, Sunday, February the 19th, just this last week, he was um, listed as an inmate at the Cobb County Sheriff's Office in Georgia. And he was this time being held without bond. So um, in 2020, his ex-girlfriend accused him of physical abu physically abusing her, which led to his arrest in January of 2021. So they had a nasty breakup. Um, she says the comedian was abusive for years, even said that he held a gun to her head during one violent incident. And folks, um, listen, as you guys know, we don't particularly care if someone is, uh, you know, a celebrity or not, whoever they are, you can't be going around um, pulling a gun at people and beating them up like this. This is, this is her. I mean, she's such a pretty girl, quite frankly, when she doesn't have that busted eye and lip and stuff like that. She actually is quite a pretty girl. Um, so she had shared these, um, photos of her injuries on social media because apparently uh, is, as is typically the case, we don't want to, um, believe victims. So people are like, oh, you know, he didn't abuse you. You're living a great life. Come on, girl. 
Are you sure that he's that type of person? It's just so amazing the um, things that we, you know, are willing to um, to let slide. Oh my gosh. Y'all love to just question victims. Like they don't know. No, no, girl. You sure you didn't walk into the door? You know, it's it's so difficult already for women to come forward and admit to actually being victims, uh, whether it's victims of sexual assault or physical violence, emotional violence, um, you know, psychological torture. A lot of that's going on too. And um, <clears throat> it appears to me that uh, we are all too, um, you know, willing to give a lot of men a pass on this front. Well, gosh, what did she do to deserve this? She must have done something, Sandy. Come on now. He's a comedian. He's a funny guy. He's not going to just beat up this pretty girl. I mean, look at them. All lovey-dovey. He looks like he probably treats her well. This is what people say um, to justify this kind of really, really egregious behavior. Well... It's sad because I think he's got a son as well. Um, But, you know, there's really no excuse for this. Um, He has a promising career. I don't know if I should now be using past tense as in he had. Um, mm -mm. Yes. I mean, I'm just like, you know, flabbergasted, quite frankly. But anyway, um, Yes, uh, Letitia Kirby Farrell is her name, and she publicly came out and accused him, Colin Nigel McPherson, also known as Maja Hype, as her abuser, months after admitting that she was the victim of domestic abuse. Um, She went on Instagram and admitted that she was the victim of intimate partner violence. Initially, she never named her abuser, um, and she posted, said, tonight is about healing, Tonight is about taking my power back and no longer protecting the person who has been abusing me. Mm, mm, mm. So she did a whole confessional. And then a day later, she posted another video where she actually named him. Um, It says here in this one article that that's her ex-husband as her abuser. Wow. Unbelievable. Um, So... Yeah, a lot of these funny guys are not so funny behind closed doors. So she goes on to say that he leaked sex tapes from a decade ago as a distraction from the abuse allegations. And she said, I'm not going to be quiet. You're not going to shame me because, you know, this is what abusers do. They tend to deflect a lot. And um, she then said, send the sex tapes wherever you want. You have to um, get up and look in the mirror. She did an interview with entertainment blogger Tasha Kay. Now, if you guys are in the entertainment world, you might have heard of Tasha Kay. She was Tasha Kay, quite interestingly enough, has a huge YouTube following. And um, she was kind of disgraced recently when she lost a a really major case um, for slander and other things, defamation, against um, Cardi B. So Cardi B. Sue Tasha K, and um, unfortunately for Tasha K, she lost. Um, so that was quite a big case. But Tasha K still has an enormous following. A lot of people go to her to air their their dirty laundry, so to speak, air their stories. And so during that interview, Pharrell told Tasha that Maja physically abused her throughout the marriage. Also um, described how his 
um, <laughs> I can't use that word on air, on air, but how he would claim to be suicidal and urge her to harm him after hitting her. What? These guys are crazy. But yeah, so he would be urging her to get physical with him, um, probably trying to set her up so he could then use that as an excuse. Mm-mm-mm. What a hot mess. Um, she said the first beating occurred when what was supposed to be a threesome, y'all better be careful with these men, between Pharrell, Maja, and another woman who she identified as Jasmine. After minor conflict, Maja assaulted Jasmine. When Pharrell tried to intervene, she caught two shots to the gut. This dude is crazy. The violence continued until Pharrell made it out of the house. And when she returned, the comedian claimed that he was suicidal. So these guys play a lot of psychological games, honey child. That's gaslighting you. Um, For the next three hours, she said she spent um, taking multiple guns out of his hand. Me and the girl. Mm -hmm. He didn't want him to call the police, you see. And um, he was just like gun after gun. He was going to kill himself. Why does this dude have so many guns? Oh, Lord. Uh, She said that he even abused her in front of their kids. My gosh. At one point, um, this is so sad. Um, Pharrell's son overheard one of his, one of their fights. And when he showed up to their bedroom door with a stick in hand, the comedian claimed his mom was the aggressor. I wonder how old this poor little boy is showing up with a stick in his hand. Poor kid. My God. I mean, dude, why, why are you raising it? Why are you in chaos and raising dysfunctional children and beating up your wife? Like, really? So he later offered her a pallet in his closet because um, he said he wanted her to sleep while he stood watch. That's the son? Ugh, this whole thing just sounds crazy. Um, she says that just seeing him want to protect me like that, I felt terrible. Three months before they broke up, one of Maja's teenage sons reportedly issued an ominous warning. Wow. Uh, said he posted, apparently, wait, Kirby, everything's nice now, but he's going to start beating you just like he beat my mom. What the heck? His own teenage son warning another woman that he's going to start beating you next? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Pharrell, uh, finally, later, after she caught a glimpse of her bruised face in the mirror, um, said that she left. I remember I got up and I looked in the mirror. My whole jaw is swollen, my face, my eyes. I think to myself, it looks like you're at a funeral. Mm, mm, mm. And, of course, the picture um, has now made the rounds on social media by um, different people. They call him Kirby, I think. So she says, I still have love for Kirby today. Um, Oh, this is the son. He said in a video posted on his Instagram page, I have no reason for that. I'm not a woman beater. And I never thought about uh, being a woman beater. This is Maja Hype. Hold on. Yes. After his original video, he denied any wrongdoing and tried to play the victim. He was allegedly recovering from a heart attack at the time. These guys are so unbelievable. Oh, my gosh. Did I ever tell you guys, just as an aside, did I ever tell you that, I mean, you might might find this interesting, but um, 
he was, um, I guess, some sort of an acquaintance of um, Renato. And quite interestingly enough, him and Renato, you know, flexing on social media as people do with celebrities, got a picture together. And um, when I was reading this about him having had a heart attack, this reminded me that Renato in the past has had a heart attack as well. But it doesn't seem like for these guys, any of those things are earth shattering or um, forces them to change who they are. You know what I'm saying? Like you would think, oh my God, I had a heart attack. I almost died. Let me get my life together. If there's one thing I'm going to do after a heart attack, it's definitely going to be, let me get my life together. Together, Let me do better, you know, live a better life. Because gosh, you know, I, came, I, was, I was on the brinks of this and look, the good Lord has pulled me through. You would think that would be the kind of like thinking that they have, you know, especially since they grew up um, around these so-called Christian women who dragged them to church every, every week, every Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, you would kind of assume that that was the mentality, but apparently it's not. As soon as the heart attack is over and the um, you know present danger is gone, then it's all back to um, over drinking, partying, raping women, abusing women. It's back on again. So, um, yeah. Mm -mm -mm. So I don't know what to say about these guys, except it's really, really incredibly sad. And, you know, they use their position, which is quite sad, um, as a way to continue to do what they do with little, um, you know, accountability. So it's all about this, this uh, lifestyle that they're into. It's all about the hype and pretending to be something um, that you think is somehow attractive, you know, to the outside world. But in fact, your innards inside is not attractive at all. You're, you're a horrible person, actually. <clears throat> who do some really horrible things to women in particular. So um, super sad. I hope that Maja Hype gets the help that he needs. I mean, he is a funny guy, but when you hear mm -hmm. stuff like this, you know, you start to unfollow uh, people like this because, you know, I don't want to give him one more like um, and continue his celebrity status when he is really uh, this type of person. Like this is not cool in any way, shape, or form. This is actually very, very disturbing behavior. And uh, speaking of celebrities and disturbing behavior, we should then move on to a bit of other news. And I do see uh, Rayon's ready for us. So we're gonna come to him in just a second. Um, let's go ahead and move on to a little bit of other ridiculous celebrity news so that we can wrap this up and hopefully move on to something a bit more pleasant. Um, Eh, I don't know if today's discussion is going to be pleasant. Let me just be honest with y'all. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, just buckle up, chill. Buckle up, honey, chill. It's a Friday. What can I say? Um, so we've got um, two things that happened yesterday. Number one, Harvey Weinstein um, has been pronounced. Uh, someone said it's pronounced major without the R. Mm, oh, his name is what? Hold on now. Maja, it's not Maja Hype. Major without the R at the end to reflect the Caribbean accent pronunciation. Maja. M or Maja. Oh, Maja, not Maja. Maja. 
Major hype. Oh, I see. Shell, thanks for the correction. Um, hmm. Okay. Interesting. Maja, major, major, major hype. Yes, because uh, we know some people like to, Jamaicans in particular, like to leave off the H in a lot of things and other letters. They just drop letters completely. Um, where are my Jamaican people this morning? Can y'all explain to me why my husband, when he's having a conversation with his brothers, because a lot of times people don't even know that Marlon is um, a Jamaican. Um, funny enough, <laughs> when he speaks, they're like, where are you from? And he'd be looking at him like, really? They're like, mm, I can't quite place that accent. And what they do is they look at him um, and they, they're like, oh, you must be Trini. You must be Guyanese because, you know, he ha- he's Indian. So he's like, mm, no. They, they go around the entire globe before they reach back to um, Jamaica. They're like, oh, India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, all kind of foolishness. And then he's like, no, I'm Jamaican. They're like, what? Indian. Then, then they go straight to Indian. And it's like, uh, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Hot mess. Um, so, but one thing he does um, is, um, mm-hmm. girl, listen, listen, honey, chow. We got some breaking news right now that is breaking my brain. So y'all give me a second here and I'm going to tell y'all exactly what's going on. What the heck? Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm-mm. Breaking news, breaking news alert. Um, breaking news alert. Breaker, 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 one, two, three. We got some breaking news here this morning. Um, Okay. Hot mess. Ah, wow. All right. Let me finish my thought before I get to this breaking news. Y'all please sit down. Double fist on the coffee this morning because I feel like this is going to be a hell of a show. It just got so much more interesting. Y'all hold on. Ooh, let me have some tea. Miss Stacy, we got any wine or Hennessy or anything in this house, honey job? Because I think I might need some. Mm, mm, mm. Lord Jesus. Actually, what I probably need is my Bible. Where's my Bible? Yo, I need to find the Bible this morning. All right, let's talk about um, Harvey Weinstein. This guy here, ugh, disgusting P.O.S. Um, he is, um, mm, um, he is uh, now convicted multiple times. Uh, he is now convicted multiple times and um, good on the American judiciary. Honey Chow, he is done for, praise the Lord. He will not see the earth again as a free man unless, let me caution y'all, 
unless the likes of Donald Trump gets back in. Because let me tell you all something. Donald Trump is pardoning people left, right, and center um, who should not have been pardoned. And that's the one thing he did effectively during his tenure was pardon people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I sit here and confidently say that the judiciary has worked and this man who's just been sentenced an additional 16 years in prison by a Los Angeles judge on Thursday for rape will remain there um, the rest of his natural life. You know? Mm-mm-mm. What a hot mess. Um, so yeah, thank the Lord for this. He was convicted in December on three charges of rape and sexual assault. Uh, the 70 year old, cause it takes so long to, to bring, um, justice to these guys. Um, you know, Lord Jesus. <sighs> anyway, he will, he probably won't last long in jail anyway. Probably in two years, he's a dead man from a heart attack. I mean, look at him after all. Um, uh-uh. No, sir. Oh, shoot. Okay. Um, so. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, he's going to spend hopefully the rest of his life in jail. Uh, he was separately <clears throat> already serving a 23-year prison sentence for rape and sexual assault in New York. So now we got him on both coasts, New York and Los Angeles, meaning that it's very unlikely that Weinstein will now, um, it's very likely, sorry, that he will now spend the rest of his life in prison. So good for him. Um, all right, and equally good news, <clears throat> um, the next, uh, you know, rapist and pedophile that uh, needs to be <clears throat> kept in jail forever is this man. Hmm. Here we go. All right, Kelly finally gets what he deserves, honey chow. He was sentenced an additional 20 years for child sex crimes, with 19 of those to be served simultaneously with a previous 30-year sentence. The jury in Chicago convicted R. Kelly, who's also um, you know, a disgusting person, to be quite frankly, 56 years old, of six of the 13 charges brought against him, including three counts of coercing minors into sexual activity, and three of producing sex tapes involving a minor. Now, you know that both of these men have had a long run, a long extended history of getting away um, with absolutely shocking and egregious behavior. What is so interesting about R. Kelly, and I know that a lot of people in the African-American community, I wouldn't say a lot of people, but some of y'all fools in the African-American community have tried to um, defend this man's behavior saying that, oh, it's because he's a black man. He played the woe is me, I'm a black man card, just like Bill Cosby. You know, woe is me, I'm a black man. Bill Cosby has never known what it has ever been to be a black man. Y'all need to pay attention to what this man has said about color and race over the years. He's never really took on the black man mantle until it was convenient for him to do so. So all of a sudden, you know, when it's convenient for him, because he's being uh, properly 
persecuted for stuff he has done for over 50 years, then it's like, oh no, I'm a black man. Y'all coming out because I'm black man. It's like, honey child, please. You, you're disgusting. Truly. And so R. Kelly did the same thing. You know, oh, I'm, a, I'm an abuse victim. My sister abused me. I'm sure he was abused by his sister. That's the sick environment that he grew up in. But to then turn that on countless victims. I mean, y'all, did y'all watch that R. Kelly documentary? Y'all need to watch that because it is shocking. And those are just some of his victims and some of the allegations. People around these men um, have enabled them for a very, very long time to commit these absolutely atrocious acts against uh, women in particular. Well, R. Kelly had a real, um, like, disgusting side to him. So it wasn't just about the rape and the sexual abuse. He believed in all kind of other stuff, um, bondage, and just the, the dude is just sick. Like, he kept people confined. He has a lot of problems. So I am, um, you know, they say don't rejoice at somebody's downfall. But can I tell y'all, I wouldn't call it rejoicing, but I'm happy for his victims today. And some of them were so psychologically impacted by his tactics that even after he was arrested, they were still there for him. They were still going to visit him in prison. Like they still weren't leaving the house that he had them locked up in because he really had them in a psychological and mental prison. And I think, wow, what, what does it take to bring someone um, to that level? You know what I'm saying? Obviously, they were broken individuals already. And it was easy for someone like R. Kelly to identify them as potential um, victims and turn them into these little, you know, pawns for him to use. You can imagine there was a jury at some point that saw that original tape of him with an underage girl and still allow this man to walk out of court, a free man. I mean, you know, it, it's just, he went to trial for that and he got off. Oh my God. It's just unbelievable, y'all. And again, thank God our society and our communities have come a long way, honey child. Because to, to imagine that that could have happened um, back in the day is totally egregious. Here's some of the information, and then we're going to, again, bring on our guest. But his former goddaughter testified that she had sex with the disgraced singer for the first time when she was only 15 years old. That's rape. And that they had sex hundreds of times, sometimes with other girls. The goddaughter, who's now 37 years old, testified at Kelly's federal trial in Chicago on um, August 18th of last year using the pseudonym Jean, uh, said that she first had sexual contact with Kelly when she was 14 years old, and then it moved on and progressed from there at the age of 15 into full-fledged you know, sexual relations. Um, she claimed that she had group sex with Kelly with other underage girls, including two who were also testified at his um, trial, her classmate Pinky, which is a pseudonym, and a woman whose pseudonym is Brittany. Um, asked by prosecutors how frequently this was happening, she, she said, it's like uncountable. A lot of times, hundreds. Oh my God. This man also apparently had an insatiable appetite. Like it's just disgusting. So the Chicago Tribune reported that Jane met Kelly in the 90s 
and began to visit his studio when she was like 12 or 13 years old. Uh, parents, what is a 12 and 13 year old doing visiting anybody's studio unsupervised? Um, we don't blame anyone but the perpetrators. However, sometimes we have to take accountability for <clears throat> how we are um, allowing children to be put in very, very dangerous situations. She goes on to say that the introduction had been brokered by her aunt, Stephanie Sparkle Edwards, who was a protege of Kelly's, uh, who Jane claims to have had some sort of a romantic relationship with Kelly. And this is what they do a lot of times is they will use, just like the Jeffrey Epstein's of the world, they will use women in particular to bring them other victims. Because, you know, as a woman, you're more likely to trust another woman. You don't think a woman's ever going to do something like this to you, especially if you are a teenager and you're younger, you think that women would be looking out for you, your aunts and so on. Well, not so. Um, she, Edwards allegedly told Jane that she should ask the R&B star to be her godfather. And apparently, uh, of course, Kelly agreed because he had some other ideas in, in his mind about what a godfather does. <sighs> so she said the phone call, the um, relationship became sexual and it started with long phone calls that became very, very explicit. Um, she talked about sexual abuse uh, in the video that was, she was the girl. Oh, she was the original girl in the 2008 video, the child pornography trial. And um, he was acquitted in all charges alongside other clips. So imagine they actually had footage of this and a jury sat down and watched that footage and still allowed this man to walk out the door. 2008 to when was he finally arrested for good? 2021. So he was allowed folks to continue his reign of terror against women and underage girls for another 13 plus years. Because people, adults, were not prepared to stop him and to do what was necessary. This is the community that sometimes we live in. They just get it wrong. So this is a horrible story. Somebody sent me a clip yesterday. I've not been able to listen to it. It's an Apple News and it's a podcast about um, how they finally got him, you know, how he finally was brought down at the hands of the judicial system. And I, all I can say is thank God for that. So now he's looking at a substantial um, time behind bars. And you know what? When y'all moan and complain, thank God y'all wasn't complaining about these sentences. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, when y'all moan and complain that Cayman, the Cayman system is this, that next thing, I must remind you that when he was initially convicted of the 30-year sentence, that was for six, um, is it this one, 30 or 20, right? So that's like 13 charges that were brought against him. And he was, of course, found guilty um, of six of the 13, right? So 20 years for six of 13, if you do the math, um, our guy got two counts, 16 and a half years, in a way, Cayman is still very much, you know, at least with the rape sentence where it, it needs to be. And of course, it should be a life sentence as far as I'm concerned to make myself painstakingly clear. 
Uh, Rayon, we're coming to you, honey child. Let's just read a few comments this morning and then we'll change the discussion. It is Friday and we've got some breaking news here that we're going to be sharing with you in just a second. Um, let me see here now. Ms. Vernita is in the house. Happy Friday to Diamond Princess. Marshall's here. Stephen joining us from the UK. Marva says good morning from Jamaica. Thank you, Marva. Uh, we, we've got both YouTube channels live this morning, but the primary one is back up. So we'll switch to that completely on Monday. CC says, um, oh, yes. And Vibes Cartel got denied by the highest court of his appeal. Uh, Vibes is in jail for what again? Remind me. Child, I can't keep up with these so-called um, celebrities, child. They, they got some serious issues. Is he in jail for murder? Um, he's the one who's involved in a murder, right? So um, so sad that, you know, these people get an opportunity to come out of the, the hood and the, the ghetto and the garrison, and they still manage to waste it all. Here's this headline this morning, the rise and fall of dancehall artiste Vibes Cartel. Um, so sad. Born Adija Palmer, Jamaican dancehall artist known for his provocative lyrics and bold style. Among his various nicknames, he's referred to as Adi, Adi, Adi the teacher and world boss. Well, he's going to be in jail for a long time. What a hot mess. Um, we can talk about him later, honey chill. All right. Morning to Miss Marva. Olivia's here. Good morning to the beautiful Miss Iva. Irvelyn's in the house. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Andy, how you doing? He said, I'm here watching. Cayman, Jamaica. Uh, Sonia, Miss Sonia says, yes, YouTube is back. Miss Sonia, the other YouTube channel was working. Make sure you like them both so that if we have an issue with one, you get your backup plan. Felicia is in the house, says, good morning, Sandy. Lulu is here. Yes, Lulu. We got lots to talk about today, y'all. Hold on. Hold on to your hats, honey child. Marshall says, yeah, that I love... I loved Obi. Look, it's just a front. Behind closed doors, it's a different story. That's how it is. He is from Trinidad. Oh, speaking about uh, Maja. Am I saying it right now? Maja, 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 Maja. Hi, whatever the heck his name is. Y'all know who I'm talking about. <laughs> um, uh, Stacy says, was she the police girl? Which one with the Maja hype? I don't know. Potty mouth, Tasha K says Lulu, honey chill. Tasha K be over there sipping her wine. Marshall says, I would let just let him go ahead and do it and take himself out of it. Chad, please. These men have no intentions. That, that, that's part of gaslighting you and making you think that they're sorry after they beat you up. They're like, oh, I'm so suicidal. Uh, you know, help me. I'm the victim here, not you. I just give you a bunkai and just beat you up viciously, right? Well, you going around looking jack like this, but I'm the one who's the victim. I'm the one who like is suicidal right now. He had, he had, girl, Marshall, please. That man not going to kill nobody, but somebody else. He's going to kill somebody else's child. And then probably after he does that, he will then, um, you know, Maybe, maybe to be a murder suicide because then they get stupid. Um, Lulu, I have that video coming up, child. This is this today's episode should be rated um, sixteen plus, more like eighteen plus, I think. So she's asking about the video. We got the video coming up. We got more than one video for y'all this morning. 
honey child. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, Senor Rayon, we better bring you in, young man, before this conversation continues to go off the proverbial rails. How are you? Unmute your mic. Good morning, good sir. Good morning, Sergeant. How are you? Not too bad. So, Mr. Porter, man, you have been, it's hard for me to keep up with you. you I have got to admit, you are a busy young man. Uh, Super proud of you, doing a lot of positive things. Uh, in your life. So first of all, congratulations. So tell us a little bit about who you are. Some of the people that came out might be like, who is this young man? I'm trying to find a picture of you because I see your, your video isn't up. Um, let me see if I can find a picture to show people. So he has been shortlisted for the Green Heart Heroes Future Leaders Award. Um, let me just grab a little picture of him here with his Cayman flag. This young man has been doing a lot of positive things. We've seen him in the youth parliament before on numerous occasions. Um, are you in flight school? Yes, ma'am. He's in flight school. He wants to be a pilot. So come to raise me some space now. Um, let me just grab a photo of him here and show y'all. But yes, this young man has a lot of positive things going on. And this is the latest of um, the positivity that um, you know he's got going on. Look at him, looking sharp, young man. So listen. Um, Caymanian youth environmental activist, uh, Rayon Porter has been shortlisted for Climate Coalition Green Heart Hero Award. This is an international accolade aimed at celebrating future youth leaders. He's one of four nominees up for the Green Heroes Futures Award. And um, yes, I mean, this is such an amazing recognition. So tell us a little bit about how you got nominated for this and then how you found out that you had made the shortlist. All right, thank you. So I found out by- Your, your audio is a little bit, if you can get closer to the whatever microphone source you're using, try to get a little bit closer to it for me. But is, is, is this better? A little bit. Keep, keep talking, let me hear. Uh, how about this? Yeah, I think that's better. Let's hear it. All right. So I found out by the International National Trust and then the Cayman Islands National Trust, Ms. Kathy Childs. So mm-hmm. I got into climate change with the Premier earlier in my career after Youth Parliament. I got reached up by, by the Premier asking to do our protectorate Cayman for the youth of the Cayman Islands. And I obviously agreed because I love the youth of the Cayman Islands. I'm always in Parliament. Um, the Cayman Islands Youth Ambassador, past Caricom Ambassador, you know, I work with the United Nations, I'm part of the six small island development states. So just there, I was selected to go to COP27 by the Cayman Islands National Church with me, Aliyah, and Bella. So with that, we went to Egypt just this past November. From there, I was able to meet multiple celebrities, royalty, politicians, a whole works of people. I met Miss Mia Mothley from Barbados. And I just got really involved in the process. So they asked me what one of my passions were. And I was just like, I love to educate the youth. You no know, matter what aspect of youth. This is why I was a youth province for five years, educating the youth here, educating the youth for everything that I could do. So when mm-hmm. it came out to change, it was no brainer for me because I love to educate and protect our Cayman, protect our Cayman Islands. Mm-hmm. So with that, I was able to actually work with the International National Trust and the British Council to actually provide guidance and help the youth of the Cayman Islands. I, always go on their talk shows, I always go on their interviews, I always go on their, you know, webinars to really see how the youth are the most important aspect against the fight against climate change. 
with that, they were able to nominate me for the Young Leader Award. And I found out by a phone call, they were like, hey, you're nominated, but don't get too jumpy yet because you have a whole bunch of people to compete against. And then I found out two weeks ago that I was actually shortlisted. So that's been Wow. So how many, do you know how many people were nominated in total? I'm sure it's probably quite an extensive list. Oh, sorry. Can you hear me? Uh-oh. Yes. Now, I was wondering if you knew how many people were actually shortlisted. Okay. I'm not sure if he can hear me there, but all right. So he's shortlisted um, one of uh, four individuals. So tell us a little bit about your journey. Where do you go now to actually, um, you know, um, I guess, see who, who gets the, um, the final accolade. I mean, it could very well be you. It's considered a very prestigious award, by the way, folks. So tell us a little bit about your travel and where you'll be going. So, yes. So I'll be going to the UK, Westminster, the UK Parliament. So I'll actually be the second ever came out to, to have an opportunity to go inside the UK Parliament and actually be able to speak inside the UK Parliament. So I leave this afternoon to London just to avoid the jet lag and the ceremony is Monday. The 27th. So leaving uh, yeah. this afternoon off to the UK and then the actual ceremony is on Monday. Yes, ma'am. Awesome. Well, congratulations, young man. Um, he was also uh, one of three Caymanian students selected last year to represent the Cayman Islands at the youth sessions at the United Nations Climate Change Conference, uh, also known as COP27 in Egypt. And um, just continue to be positive. We're so incredibly proud of you. I mean, I think that this is, you know, fantastic. And it's a great opportunity for you to go off to the UK and represent your beautiful islands. So congratulations. Thank you very much, Ms. Andre. All right. Safe travels. And uh, do keep us updated on Monday on the progress of, um, you know, of the actual event. And is your mom going with you to the UK? Or are you traveling solo? My mom's coming with me. Awesome. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Mama's got you. Good stuff. Um, and I'm sure that, uh, again, his mom, Miss Celia, is extremely proud of him as well. So, um, of course, Frank Rolson, who's director of the National Trust, and Catherine Childs, the National Trust Environmental Programs Manager, have both con congratulated Porter on his nomination. And they have said that we feel that uh, facilitating the participation of Cayman's youth is crucial if we are prepared, if we are to be prepared as a country for the inevitable effects of changing climate. So um, this is the, gener the next generation. This is the now generation, folks, who are really taking up the mantle. So please, um, you know, if you know this young man, give him a good um, pat on the back and congratulations again. All right, my dear, safe travels. Thank you, Ms. Have a good day. All right, folks. So um, again, this is wonderful. C congrats, congrats. Beautiful. All right, so um, get back in the saddle. Good morning to Jonathan. Good morning, Alejandro. Alejandro says to please keep up the good work. Um, Diamond Princess, thank you. Thank you for clarifying that about the other guy here. Um, what's his name? Vibes cartel, y'all, please. I'm telling y'all, celebrityism will not protect you um, like perhaps it used to back in the day. Celebrities are falling left, right, and center. 
So Jonathan says there's a whole list of them. Elvis Presley, Jerry Lee Lewis, Barry Manilow. Well, listen, um, a lot of those guys, because, you know, back in those days, their celebrityism did protect them. They didn't actually get convicted. But you mess around now, you're going to get convicted and you're going to go to jail, regardless of who you are. So there will be no protection because you got a name like Vibes Cartel. Sorry to say. Mm-mm. Um, he had one of the most high profile trials in Jamaican history. That was the one where they were like playing the voice notes and all that stuff. Yeah, honey child. They had a lot of evidence against him, text messages, audio recordings, um, and the most. So he lost his appeal in the highest court. Well, all I can tell you is, um, relax. I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. You know, seems like he's still getting some privileges in Jamaican prisons, though. I don't know what that's all about. But um, United Kingdom-based Privy Council has turned him down. Hmm? Hot mess. They said, nope, you're going to stay right where you are. Hey, hey, listen to me. This dude still gets access to bleaching cream in prison. So, you know, prison life can't be that bad. Not in Jamaica. I mean, come on now. That's ridiculous. What a hot mess. Uh, all right. Let's move on. Alejandro, morning to you. Um, Everton speaking about R. Kelly, I'm sure, says he was a freak. Yeah, he took he took freakiness another level. You know, sometimes you can be a, um, a freak, but, um, uh, you know... <laughs> There, there's like freaky, like a little bit of freaky might be okay. But what he was doing was like crazy freaky. No, sir. Ugh. Ugh. Um, anyway, all right. So a couple notices. Uh, CUC has issued an advisory, folks. There is a um, bit of misinformation that is in circulation. It is not, let me clarify, not from CUC. Um, I actually alerted them to this. I saw a little old lady on Facebook. I hope she'll forgive me for calling her a little old lady, but an elder, no, let, let me correct that. Y'all, y'all know I'm not always politically correct. My apologies. An older lady uh, posted about how she got this message um, and she's like, but I pay my bill automatically. Let me show y'all the message. Y'all know what it looks like now. She's like, I automatically pay my bill and I got this message. What's CUC doing? Well, this ain't got nothing to do with CUC. This is not CUC. This is some scammer who wants you, you see right there where it says click here. This scammer wants you to click here and fill out the information so they can probably steal. I don't know what they're asking for once you click and click here but they're probably asking for bank account information, credit card information, something that is going to separate you from your hard-earned money, honey child. So do not do it. Don't click. If you see this email, it's called a phishing email. And please um, don't click on it. So you see has issued the following advisory saying that it's been brought to their attention that there is a message circulating which purports to be sent by CUC to their customers about please settle your account balance. 
They're clarifying that it's a phishing email. It was not sent by CUC. Do not respond to the email or open the link provided and the email should be deleted upon receipt. All right. Uh, please be vigilant, they say, as we have seen an increase in these types of attempts. And of course, the um, um, authorities, even locally, police and stuff, also just issued a warning this week about another set of, I think we posted this up on CMR a couple of days ago, another set of um, these types of fraudulent emails where they are, you know, these scammers are seeking to separate you from your money. Yes. So um, we encourage you folks to um, do your best to, um, somebody says, how about a more mature lady? That's the term that I could use. All right. Yes, a more mature lady posted it. And she was, she was really confused. She's like, I paid my bill. I used my credit card. Anichelle, do not be fooled by these scammers. They're just out to get your credit card information. Next thing you know, you got one hell of a bill um, that is, you know, going to be showing up on your credit card. And then you got to be fighting your bank to try to get your money back. Hmm. There was a, a guy recently, today's show is called Scam, Scammers and Scandal. There was a local guy here who all of a sudden, all these people, and I don't know how he was getting their credit card information. It's a local store, and I'm going to get some more information on this because I want to know what the police is doing about this particular case. But he was charging um, people's cards thousands of dollars for merchandise that he claims that he was then, um, you know, delivering to them and the people are like i don't know who you are i've never purchased from you before i don't know anything about this so you know what the heck i mean thousands of dollars and merchandise now here's a really um here's a really crazy part about it um he was claiming that he was going and delivering merchandise in person, right? So he has like an online store, according to him, shoes and other merchandise. Because then he would send the victims pictures of what was supposedly delivered and ordered with their credit card. And he was going and making these deliveries in person. And I said to myself, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, here, you know, this dude is, it's not a third party scamming you, it's him. And I'll tell you why I think that that's the case. How is it that a third party is going to place an order with your credit card and um, your credentials. And then a company goes and delivers it and never says, can I see your ID? If you place an online order, and I don't know you from the man in the moon, right? But the online order has to physically be delivered in this jurisdiction. Good business sense, common sense, quite frankly, biz, good business acumen would dictate that you would ask for an ID. Would it not? Okay, you claim that you're Sandy Hill and you look like a man with a beard. Mm, can I please see your ID? No, this man was just handing, according to him, just handing over um, merchandise to people and uh, charging your credit card. And this was happening to more than one person? Mm. 
you know, I found this story hard to believe. I was like, I don't know how he's doing it, but somehow he has obtained people's credit card information. And the crazy thing about it is it was actually more than one. It wasn't like, oh, just CNB cards or just Butterfield cards. It was all over the place. One person was with FCIB, thousands of dollars. One person was with Butterfield. I don't think that anybody came forward who was with CNB because, you know, CNB got, listen, their fraud department is so tight. They will lock your car down and not allow you to make a purchase if they're not sure. Listen, they, they really pay attention. I think they have software that helps them as well. They pay attention to your spending habits and they know, oh, you've never used this merchant before. We're not going to allow this transaction to go through until we hear from you. And I tell them, honey child, I say, listen, when I'm traveling, don't y'all be locking my card now because I'm going to be doing some shopping. I notify them. And this is a good idea. Let them know where you're going to be. I'm going to be in Miami or I'm going to New York for this trip so they can put a little note on your file. So when somebody in Times Square starts using your credit card, they're not like, hold on a second. We don't know nothing about Sandy traveling and they block the whole thing. And then I can't, I can't buy my M&Ms at the M&M store or whatever, you know? So um, you've got to be able to protect yourself. But apparently this guy, I'm trying to remember the young lady's name. Um, hold on a second. Mm, uh, I'll tell you something about this transaction because y'all need to be aware of this. Because I think the police should be investigating this, but I don't know, you know, I don't know what to say about the police. Oh, there's not enough evidence. Oh, you know, it's a civil matter that he's stealing off your credit card. Go and take him to civil court. Like sometimes I feel like they really dropped the proverbial ball in a big way. And I don't mean dropping it on January or December the 31st for the new year. Um, and so I am oftentimes not impressed with some of the things that they do. Um, let me see if I can find, I'll see if I can find that. Let's circle back to that. All right, here's the big, here's the big breaking news. By the way, a big shout out to Popeyes this morning, sponsoring today's show, proudly brought to you by um, Popeyes. They're the experts with anything um, chicken related. But they have more than just chicken on the menu. You can have sandwiches and other things. And check out this blue lemon cream cheese pie in case today's your cheat day or you got a cheat day coming up over the weekend. Hmm. Dogo, give him a little check. Hello, big news as it relates to Popeyes. I'm sure you guys saw our post that went up because so many of you liked it uh, the other day where it was um, Popeyes is coming to the Eastern Districts. Ooh, honey child. So they are breaking ground in the Red Bay area. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of you are actually looking forward to that. Listen, I'm not telling you that you have to go out and eat Popeyes or eat any of this food because y'all know I'm all about trying to improve upon our eating habits. But every once in a while, I'm sure you're going to be cheating no matter what I tell you to do. And you know what? They say that actually cheating on your diet um, shouldn't really be seen as cheating. It's all about balance, right? So, yes, we, we still are going to love a little Popeyes every once in a while, a little pie or whatever. So, you know, you can't do it every day. But, you know, you, you pick and choose. Um, there's something called the 80-20 rule. And the 80-20 rule says that essentially 
80% of the time you stay on point with what you need to be doing, right? So you, you eat healthy, you know, you um, have sufficient protein in your diet. You're going to eat all the good greens that they say that are good for you and, you know, eat your vegetables, the whole nine yards. And then you've got that 20% that you can use to have something that is, you know, a little bit off um, program, but that helps you maintain, quite frankly, the 80%. Because if you try to be strict 100% time, y'all can't do it. Take my word for it. So congratulations to Popeyes. They have broken ground or they're about to break ground. This is Popeyes Louisiana Kitchen. Child, I remember when they were available in Florida. I was like, Popeyes? Hmm. I love me some Popeyes french fries. I ain't going to lie. Um, for me, it's all about the fries. The, I could just eat their fries and they, they got to be fresh and hot. And, and yeah, I just can eat them all by themselves. So, um, yeah, they're coming to Red Bay. I think, it, listen, those of us who live in the Eastern Districts, we always get just joking everything right? Um, we finally got a grocery store. Thank God to Foster's. You know, when we got Hurley's Red Bay, we were happy about that. Um, you know, we have a couple of restaurants finally out here. Um, it's like, oh my God, options, you know? So we don't mind not having to drive all the way to town if you feel like having a cheat day. Mm, mm, mm. It's just nice to be able to have options. Y'all be wanting to forget us out here. Like, no, you guys don't deserve a cheat day. You don't deserve anything in the Eastern districts. Y'all don't deserve any roads. We want y'all to sit in traffic for half your life. And I'm just like, please don't torture us. We don't, just because we decided to live out of town, must it be a torturous situation for the rest of my natural life? Oh Lord. So here, you know, this is the breaking news this morning. Get your coffee ready. Get your glass of wine. All right. The ministry, tourism ministry, has relinquished the Miss Universe pageant. Hold on. That's it. No more drama. No more drama. So, the statement dropped this morning that the Ministry of Tourism and Transport, with the support of Cabinet, has announced that it will relinquish there was Cayman Islands Universe franchise. Wow. Well, um, Derry, thank you. You've made history. Thank you very much. Tiffany, thank you for this disastrous reign. And so Miss Chloe Powery Dixie will be the last Miss Cayman Islands Universe under the... Um, I guess, ownership of the Cayman Islands government. They have decided to relinquish it. And I don't blame them, quite frankly. Remember, we did a survey. Let me see what the survey results are. I haven't looked in a couple of days. Where we, um, somebody said Popeyes and Red Bay is, like, is the kind of development I like to see. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. So let's check out the CMR survey. And I'll tell you how many people were actually in favor of dropping the fr franchise. So um, we had in one poll, which was a sidebar poll, we had 72%. That didn't have a whole lot of votes. I think the other one got more votes. So let me go into the other one. Hold on. And by the way, Belize has also recently dropped it as well. Um, let me just see where this other one is. 
Um, da, 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 da. All right. So this poll was put up. Should government give up the Miss Universe franchise? That was February the 13th. And um, the vote count here is 78.97% said yes. 21% said no. So, um, as somebody said, Mr. Richard McLean says, we already have Miss Cayman World. One Miss Cayman is enough. If the winner wants to represent Cayman at the Miss Universe pageant, and if she's very serious about it, then she should purchase franchise with her own money for that year and enter the pageant. I don't think that's quite how it works, though. They say that this has been done in the past in other countries and pageants. So, no, I think you actually need to be the franchise holder that actually um, has and holds the pageant and the whole nine yards. So uh, going back to 1932, Miss Glida Cole was the first Miss Cayman Islands. 1978, it was Wendy Dakin. One Miss Personality, Amity at the Miss World pageant. 1980, Devon Watler, Miss Congeniality. 1982, Maureen Lewis. No pageant was held, but she won by public votes. Oh, really? All the way 1982? She went on to win Miss Amity at the Miss World and Miss Universe. She placed eighth overall at the Miss World pageant. Well, you know, our most decorated, I don't see them on this list. They go, they go to 2021, Tiffany Colney dethroned. Um, 2004, Stacey Ann Kelly won Miss Personality at the Miss Hawaiian Tropic Contest. On this list, I'm looking very, very carefully. So I see Deborah Cridlin, Effie Ebanks, Maureen. The one person that I don't see, this is someone who commented in the CMR story, by the way. They've got Melissa McTaggart, Michelle Garcia. Um, they say Garcia represented Miss Cayman at Miss World following her return home. She was dethroned. First runner-up, Trisha Whitaker, was sent to Miss Universe instead. They've got Audrey Ebanks, um, Anita Bush. The one person that is missing is Miss Teresa Pickren. Now, Soka, don't you be messaging me, but I'm mispronouncing her name. Let me tell you the name that we know, Teresa Lewis. Okay, we can't we can't mispronounce that. Um, Soka's like it's not that it's pick cred and there's some foolishness. Whatever. I think you guys know exactly uh, who I'm talking about. Teresa was actually the most celebrated, and it's funny that um, I guess he forgot this. Um, Richard, you forgot to put her on the list. How can you forget the most celebrated on the list? Like she actually won. She placed the highest out of all of the Miss Caymans ever. But y'all don't want to admit it because Teresa was just a little black girl from Bodentown. Mm. Let me let me sip my tea this morning because y'all not ready for the cool hard truth. Y'all know that there's been a history of racism in the pageant world here in the Cayman Islands. I hope y'all know this. Y'all, y'all are aware of this, right? I'm not telling you anything that's earth shattering. When, when little girls like, um, you know, Stacey Ann won. Oh no, she's too black. We can't have controversy. Uh huh. Okay. Y'all need to understand the truth. And so even Teresa, somebody said, please hit that kaboom button. <laughs> Even Teresa, you know, faced her um, share, her fair share of, you know, prejudiceness in the pageant world. 
Yes, honey child. Um, somebody says, Sandra, you called Teresa Lewis. She is Maureen Lewis. Oh, wait a minute. Was that name on the list? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, my apologies. Why is she listed as Maureen Lewis? Did she have a name change? Um, why was no pageant held in 1982 when she won? Anyway, um, hmm. well, my apologies that he did not forget her because I was going to say, where is Teresa on this list? Because she actually um, placed the highest ever. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this was back in the day when we valued things like intelligence and the pageantry world and, um, you know, having, you know, skills beyond a pretty face with makeup. Because they're not pretty without the makeup. This was back in the day when girls actually, young ladies, actually brought a bit more to the world of pageantry. Anyway, I'm over it. Uh, the ministry says um, that the Cayman Islands tourism industry is still in recovery. And the ministry is heavily focused on driving visitation and returning residents' arrivals back to pre-pandemic levels. That's because, listen, I, I'm, I'm going to just tell you all what I think. And of course, I'm sure Kenneth has probably listened to the program this morning. Kenneth, this is my God's honest opinion, and it's just my opinion. For whatever reason, and I do not know the reason, you are not capable of dealing with dairy dakers. Mm -hmm. Whatever the reason is, you cannot remove her. Now, um, by the way, what y'all don't know, I think I might have kind of mentioned it. But other people have resigned. Donna Bush, gone. Donna has been on it, I don't know how many years. Um, Miss Judy Powery, gone. Kevin Watler, oh, Kevin Watler, Lord Jesus. Kevin Dawkins, gone. Of course, according to the minister, he was not technically on the committee. Well, whatever his role was, gone. So there was no committee left. So there's no committee left. I don't know how the hell y'all gonna be holding on to the franchise, but anyway, he would. They wouldn't tell y'all that in this so-called press release that oh, the the committee members were dropping like flies. That's the truth. That's a true story. But this this minister just was not capable of doing anything with dairy. I don't know what she got over him, child. Remember, she was P she's hardcore PPM. So maybe she she's the bone collector. She must have got some, some bones in that closet that Alden sent her out spying on people. I don't really know what she know. And quite frankly, I do believe that she's the one who sent that email the other day trying to throw the minister under the bus and the entire ministry. I do agree that your time and resources and energy could be best spent elsewhere. Um, I, I'll agree with that a thousand percent, Minister of Tourism and Transport. Like them taxi drivers who claim they've been trying to get a hold of you for months now. Ah, give them a call. Because if you don't call them, they said they're going to come on CMR. Call them before they come on CMR. I'm trying to help you out here, Kenneth. 
This is me sipping my tea and giving you a little side, you know, recommendation. Mm, mm, mm. Cause then you know what could happen when they come in here complaining. Poor Kenneth can be up in his feelings again, thinking that I got it out for him. Child, I'm the one who's like, well, keep calling the minister. You know, he's a busy man. He's traveling all over kingdom come now because he does the whole um, Caribbean CTO thing, blah, 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 blah. Oh, Lord Jesus. Take the wheel. Anyway, I'm, I am perfectly happy with this. Save the money and do something else. I think there are other programs that they can actually sponsor to help young women uh, develop self-esteem because they always claim that, oh, this was about their self-esteem. Really? Parading a, a young girl around in a bathing suit for people to be looking at her little bonke is about self-esteem? No, it's not. I mean, y'all are complaining about, oh, social media and bullying and whatever. You set these girls up for this. Like, really? I mean, that don't make no damn sense. So good riddance to the Miss Universe pageant. I don't know who's going to pick it up. Some of some of them, people out there will be fighting for it. Um, Pam, small, are you going to get it? She has Miss World. Maybe it's, it's best to put them back together. I don't know. And I honestly don't care. <laughs> really and truly, I do not care. Who gets the pageant? Good on them. When it's private sector, they'll have to scrounge up their own donations and their own money. I have business with it. Um, but it's, you know, um, Chloe, uh, not Chloe, Tiffany, pat yourself on the back because really you were the nail in the coffin here. You were the final nail in the coffin. You and Derrick Dakers should be skipping down the red brick um, road here today. Huh? Mm -mm. So... The current reigning queen, Miss Chloe Powery Doxy, will go down in history now as the last representative um, under the Cayman Islands government. <clears throat> she will be, um, it says here that the Miss Universe pageant, what does it say? As to, um, she will continue to act as a representative uh, with the support of the local organizing committee. Um, excuse me, who's left on the committee? <laughs> you mean... The last standing person, <clears throat> um, mm -hmm. I noticed how y'all left that at the press release, you know. Let me, let me see who this committee comprises of. Okay, I asked the question, who, who's left in the committee? That's what I wanna know. Anywho, um, Derry will be her handler basically until August the 31st when her reign officially comes to an end. And for those of you who are questioning, um, uh, apparently, you cannot make this stuff up. This is so stupid. So they're going to have her official crowning um, to host at a small event. They don't even want to celebrate the girl properly. I think you should have a big event. Go out with a big kaboom. Kaboom. Go out strong. Have a big party to end it all. So now they're talking about they're going to have a small event before the end of March. Why y'all making it small? Celebrate this girl, you know? Anyway, he's claimed that he thanks the committee for their years of hard work. Eh. And he wants to take this opportunity to uh, say how grateful he was to each and every committee member. Blah, 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 blah. Yaddy, 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 yaddy. Um, and I want to make it very, very clear. It is a thankless job. And so despite the, the recent screw-ups um, of the committee chair, uh, we need to thank people like Donna Bush, like um, 
well, her name is um, Dawn McLean Sawney. She was on the committee member. She was a committee member for years, silently working behind the scenes. I don't care if the minister does not want to give Kevin credit for being on the committee and claim he not committed. Thank you, Kevin, because I personally know the countless nights Kevin would be all out to 10, 11 o'clock at night at these so-called committee meetings. Right. So, yes, thank you guys for your um, contribution. Oh, yes. Let's not forget people like um, uh, Melanie Sims. Uh, protocol manager or whatever the heck her name is, head of protocol. Uh, you know, she was teaching them protocol at one point and stuff as well. I understand she stepped away from the committee years ago because they were so dysfunctional. She couldn't really, you know, some professionals can't deal with dysfunctionality all the time. So, um, but she made her contributions to these young ladies trying to teach them proper etiquette, how to use a knife and fork, how to sit at certain events. The fact that when you go out in public with your sash, and your crown on your head, you should be covering up those tattoos, honey child. Nobody should be seeing those ghetto-looking tattoos on you. Cover it up with makeup. You see, all these types of things, this is proper etiquette. Hmm. Anyway, good luck to the Miss Universe franchise. Um, and congratulations, quite frankly, to uh, the minister and cabinet for making a sensible decision and in my opinion, the only sensible decision he's made in a minute. Mm -hmm. All right, let's read some of your comments. Um, this person says, try behave, so Christ, somebody gonna slap you. Now West Bay for you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Mm-mm-mm. So this person is talking about um, last Kango and Paris director admitted uh, Marlon Brando committed rape um, on camera. Oh, my God. And it's been going on for decades and more in the industry. The director told Brandon to rape her on set whilst filming to get a good reaction for the shot. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? The actress never worked again as she was traumatized for life. And Brandon and the director went on to win numerous awards. Uh, one given to the director recently for a lifetime achievement. Unbelievable, as everyone knows what happened. My God. Oh, it's disgusting. You know, we've come a long way with this rape culture, but we still have a long way to go. Believe me, you. This person says, hallelujah. Hallelujah. No more free trips for inadequate people. That 21% must have been Derry's family. Teresa was the most celebrated. Kaboom. Kaboom. Throwing shade on a Friday. Love it. Mm -mm. No, sir. Hot mess. Oh, Lord. Yes, sir. I tell you what. I tell you. What a hot mess. Um... Uh, okay. Uh-huh. All right. Let me see what else. Uh-huh. Keep me posted. Okay. Um, yes. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. 
Mm-mm. What a mess. All right. So um, continue with this theme of scandalous behavior. Uh, but how many do we... Um, okay. Some of y'all just don't understand what's going on. All right. Uh, Alejandro says that explains a lot. Now you see it laughing out loud. Good morning to Miss Dorothy. Perla says, where are all our commanding women? I don't think we have any more women left on the island. Half of them have left the island and gone to the UK for the pageant business. Um, for this pageant business is not for Cayman. Are Caymanian women gone to the UK? Honey, child, please. They coming right back. Y'all sit there. I don't know what y'all run to the UK for. Someone told me the other day, Sandy, can you please have a conversation with Caymanians and tell them to stop trying to come to the UK thinking that they're going to be getting this free styling life where everything is free and they think they're going to be living off the UK government? Because the UK government is now clamping down. And um, they are, in fact you know, not giving you the benefits that they used to. And I said, oh, really? And they said, yes. They run in here thinking they can get this for free and that for free and blah, blah, blah. And they get, what they get is a rude awakening. And I'm just like, mm, honey, chill. What a hot mess. Um, so yes, they get a rude awakening and uh, they have to turn around and come right back. The, the grass is not always greener on the other side. Capiche? Everywhere you go, folks, you need to be up and working and hustling for a good, honest dollar in your hands to pay your bills. The days of free rides is over. Nobody not giving you a free ride anymore. You know, they're wanting you to prove everything. Every Oh, you, you want this? You want that? Well, you got to work for it. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so listen, got a video this morning. I don't even know what to make of this, but I'm going to play it for y'all because it is Scandalous Friday after all. Um, I wish y'all had some behavior. But, uh, you know, oh, Lord, what can I tell you? Some people don't know what that means. They don't have no behavior. They never have, and they never will. And Cayman is, we seem to do a very good job of importing people with no behavior. I must say, this is not something we should be proud of. Huh? My God. You know, you always have that certain percentage of your own population that has no behavior. Why you all turn around and bring in foreigners into the mix? All right, sit back and watch this and tell me what you think, because this is next level crazy. So I'm told that this scandal is at Vic's bar last night. 
What is it with Vicks Bar and Everglow? They seem to attract and bananas. They honestly seem to attract the least desirable people in general, and in particular, the most, the least desirable um, men, uh, women, sorry, probably men too. Mm-mm-mm. Ay, yeah, yeah. Let me see here now. Hold on. Let, 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 let me see. Let me see if I can try to break down, explain. What <laughs> women are fighting, probably over men. And you see them hitting each other with brooms. There goes somebody's wig. Josh, she didn't have that wig glued on too properly. And um, let me let me rewind a little bit. So we have cleaning supplies. We got um, the the dry mop. The um, oh, that's that's the um, what is that thing called that you you put the dust the dustbin? Yes. So that one getting licked by a dustbin. So in the mix, I see Jamaicans. I see Spanish women. Um, any Caymanians, and this probably not because they don't hire Caymanians normally to work in these places. So that one she got on her bonky shorts, um, batty riders, as Jamaicans would call it. The one with the gray shorts. Look at that. Mm, she bent over. You almost see everything. And then her wig comes off. But listen, I must tell you, the wig might have come off, but those eyelashes stayed on, honey child. The glue that she's using for the eyelashes, she should have used that for the wig. Because look. Look at, look at that. The wig came right off. Boom. There's the wig on the ground. Then she's touching her little wig placement thing. I don't know what you call that, but whatever. Um, and then she's like, oh, no, the wig just went off my head. Ah, rotted. What one? <laughs> she's like, what, what kind of banging around this? And then they keep they keep hitting her in the, in the bonket. The bonket look a little bit fake, don't you know? That might have had a BBL done to it. But anyway, they keep hitting her in the bonket. She don't even look like she's feeling that part of it. Hitting her in the back. Mm-hmm. They're getting a couple licks in. Um, I don't know. I don't know what this is all about, but y'all scandalous. And look all the broken up stuff on the floor. There's one broken mop. There's another mop. Y'all better go buy Vic his mops back. <laughs> That's what I got to tell y'all. Buy the man his mops back because y'all, y'all scandalous. Really? Are you serious? What on earth? Look at No, sir. Y'all mashed up the place. The last scene, for those of you who like the blow-by-blow um, description, the last scene of, is of, of some man pulling off his pants. His pants are pulling off him and him. He's like, oh, Lord, let me try and pull them up a little bit. So that is um, the scandalousness. Yes, yeah, Strong Will says they sound Spanish. Well, normally that's what they hire. You know, They don't hire too many Jamaicans anymore. It used to be the day when the Jamaicans were the ones bringing in the dollar-dollar bills. And now um, the flavor of the day is these Spanish girls, um, Dominicans, and other Hondurans, and wherever else they can find them from. But, um, shall these people don't have no behavior. No behavior. No, sir. I mean, the wig just came on too easily. Now, listen, I'm not a wig expert, right? However, I do know that apparently there's different ways that you can secure a wig. And one way is these front frontals, what they call them, Um, frontal wigs or something. But apparently you can glue it down on the front. And I don't know, do they glue it anywhere else? But child, if you're going to be going out in the bars, 
take it from me, especially if you're going to VIX or Everglow. Um, the chances of you getting in a fight are probably a little bit higher than if you're going to other establishments and bananas. So make sure you use the proper frontal lace wigs. Thank you. Make sure you use the proper glue. In fact, remember the one woman who used the, um, the gorilla glue, which is not hair glue. And then they had to like surgically try to save her head from peeling off. I'm not sure if I would recommend that, but that probably the only glue that would have saved that wig in that moment. Like really. Marshall sums it up, says all ghetto. That is about, that's about right. Gabby is here for it. She's looking, she's like, oh, honey child, let me get out my popcorn. Oh, Sue says, geez. Let, let me, Sue, I'm going to pretend to be you in your English accent now. I can see you saying this. Chase, they must love to fight. The girls are all so bad. Naughty, naughty little girls. Will y'all please stop? You have no behavior. Shall I send you to etiquette school? <laughs> Sue, did I do your accent any justice or was that absolutely atrocious and horrible? Probably atrocious and horrible. Anyway, you get my point. There are a lot of us who are looking at this thinking, OMG, this is beyond scandalous. This is, first of all, what do you think this fight was about? Hmm? Some, some trick, some pimp up in there, looked at one girl more than, I mean, it looks like it was all the Spanish girls against the poor one little Jamaican girl. So they were, they were maybe the, the man was actually looking at her for change and the Spanish girls got all upset. Like, you, girl, you, no, papi, you're not going to give her no money here today. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Calm down. There's enough cheating men out there to, to go around to all you girls. Trust me, because they have more than one girl. So, you know, I mean, what do you care? Uh, most of these men are married anyway. So y'all can just relax because you'll get your turn. Now, I could see... Where perhaps the issue is, they want the turn first, because then by the time he get on to girl number five, he probably doesn't have much money left. So this could very well be a financial, you know, like they're thinking their finances here. And they're like, yeah, if I don't get him first, you know, I, I could get $200. By the time he comes on to girl number five next week, he, he can only afford a $25, whatever $25 gets you. I don't know what it gets you in this day and age. But y'all need to stop it. Th this is the foolishness that we are importing into this country. Raymond says that they're cleaning out the trash child. They're not cleaning it out enough. They are the trash. This is trashy behavior that they're engaging in. And for the world of me, I don't know why WORC approving all these work permits for these prostitutes to be working up in bars, for lack of a better word. And y'all know I'm telling the truth. The amount of prostitution that goes on in Cayman, and y'all talking about your Christian society, makes me laugh. Mm, mm, mm. Y'all got to do better. And everybody knows the score. Everybody knows what these girls are all about. This is the life they live. Any girl who comes here and the best you can do is get a job at Vicks Bar, um, Bananas, or um, Everglow. Girl, you're at the bottom of the totem pole. You're not even a high-class escort. No, honey, chow. 
First lady, um, Jan says she needs to use that glue for the wig too. Laughing out loud. I know, right? Use the eyelash glue. Wee Wee says, please stop killing me. <laughs> it's a Friday. It's too early for this. By the way, 936 Bobo is a telephone number if y'all want to call and weigh in on any of this hot mess. Mm. Alejandra says it's disgraceful. Um, Strong Will agrees that they sound like Spanish girls. Yes, I could hear them. Hit, hit her with the broom. No, sir. All my Honduran friends can say, Clay, uh, hold on, que planchera. Oh my God, what a mess. No, honey child. Everton says, my question is, this again and again, why do these people live? Um, why these people live in their country, go to someone else's country, embarrass themselves, and make a fool of himself? They need to stay wherever they come from. Yo, I'm American, so it is what it is. I'm here to stay. <laughs> oh my God. Alejandro says them Spaniards be dominating and they're fighting for their jobs. You know, I forgot to tell y'all the, the point I was going to ask you earlier about Jamaicans. Um, Everton, you just reminded me that. Why is it speaking linguistically, right? Explain this to me. Um, Jamaicans have to explain this to me. Why is it that Jamaicans talk in the, um, like when, when, like I said, I hear Marlon doing this all the time. Like he'll be talking to his brothers and he's talking about me. And he uses the male descriptive he, um, he to describe me. Like, yeah, like, yeah, him, him, him. Like he'll say him, but he's actually talking about me, a female. Does it all the time. Even, even when he's talking about Coco, instead of saying, because Coco was a female dog, instead of saying she, he would say like, yeah, him, 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 he, and him. And I'm like, why not just use the proper female, she and her? It's like a linguistic thing when... They're speaking a little bit more slang and patois, I guess. All right. So Alejandro says they want to go home with the big papa. Mm -hmm. The one with the most dollar bills in his pocket. Stacey says, glueless for me. <laughs> Y'all better try and, and glue it down now if you're going to be getting in a fight because there's nothing more embarrassing than losing the wig, I must admit. I mean, everybody knows you're wearing a wig. Nobody believes that you're real here, but still. There's an extra element of embarrassment when the wig comes off. So Jim, so Sandy, I've always said and will continue to say that if you're an expat and a work permit, residency or status holder, you act damn fool, found guilty of any offense, all gets revoked and you get sent off island. I need to do a manual clap, Jim. Thank you. You understand? We shouldn't be allowing this kind of scandalous behavior in our country. They should all be kicked off the island. Go clean up Vic's Bar Works Enforcement. Morning, caller. Morning. Sandy is a little bit more um, things than that, that behind the scenes. You, you, you got the scoop or what? So, so here's what happened. A lot of times, a lot of times, at, um, they're Dominicans. So they're from Dominican Republic, DR. Oh, oh they're they from the have, DR. Oh. Right. And you have the ones from Jamaica. Mm -hmm. Now, the several times that I Hold go on. there. Does Vic still hire Jamaicans? Yeah. Oh, he does. okay. All right. And yeah, he have he have Jamaicans and he have um, I think Guyanese or something from there or whatever. Oh, okay. But um there's sometimes when it comes to the end of the night, if you notice there is nobody else in the bar, you can hear by the echo that they were cleaning up. Uh -huh. So a lot of the time, the DR girls don't want to do anything and they want the 
yeah, the girls to do stuff in the, and the way that is a back and forth with them all the time. It's a back so and forth. So the DR sometimes. girls think they hair for the good looks alone. Ah. And they just want the go. tips during the night, uh-huh. but they don't want to do the rest then of the work. Yada, and you know, so you can't tell no yada girl to go clean up all the time. And the yada girl and look at you and say, Me not clean up because we clean up last night. Me not clean up tonight. You're too nasty and go on. So sometimes when they clean up, they don't clean up properly. I can guarantee you, Vic's not going to deal with that. Vic's mm. going to deal with it correctly. So this will let you know that the Jamaican women are not going to take the bullshit. Mm. More or less. So and some, some of those the, girls be so nasty, those ones working right. in the bar. Exactly. Honey, child, exactly you really don't want to take them up, home. The way they clean up, the Jamaican women do not like the way they clean up. So they have enough. And when they throw fire inside or gasoline inside a fire, they pick with the wrong one. So, if you notice, it was at the end of the night when they were cleaning up. Oh, that's why we're using all the mops and dust pans and yes. all that kind of stuff. Okay. So, the, yeah, they were just trying to take out the trash and clean it up. That's all they were trying to do. So, I mean, My this God. girl, she was just trying to clean up the trash. Wow. So, there you go. Hot mess. But I could guarantee it's going to be dealt with. Oh, you think Vic's going to do something? Yeah, well, I know he's going to do something. So. He better stop hiring prostitutes. Maybe that's what he should stop doing. <laughs> uh, well, it is what it is. Oh, All right. Lord. That would be a start. Thank you, caller. All right. Yes, honey. That Thanks for the insight. That's very insightful. And it sounds very logical to me. That's probably what it is. Because some of them, some of the girls be so nasty. They just want to put on clothes and spray on a little spritz. And you think they smell good and for a couple hours and they look good. But child, you go back to where they stay and you'd get a real eye opener. But, you know, here's the thing. When you work in certain jobs, whether it's retail, a bartender, there are going to be aspects of the job that you may not want to do, but it's still part of the job. So um, start sweeping them floors, girls. You know, you got to clean up the bar. Who else can clean up? You know, Vic, Vic not hiring no, no cleaning crew to come in afterwards. He wants y'all to clean it at the end of the night. And you see, they probably already had made arrangements to go out with somebody a patron at the end of the night. So they're like, oh, I need to get out of here. Here's, um, you know, I'm joking in some respects. And in some respects, I'm, I'm completely serious at what I'm telling y'all. Y'all know that the talk on the streets is that these girls be right up in those establishments having SEX. Yeah. This is prostitution at the highest order. Now, so when I see certain MPs like to hang out at these places, what are you hanging out there for? It's not that the drinks are any better than anywhere else. It's that access to women with no scruples is very, very easy and cheap. And I think most MPs be trying to get it for free. Because they're like, oh, I'm the minister. Oh, I'm this leader and I'm that leader. And they'd be like, oh, papi, no, I need my money. I've heard somebody recently told me he, he met a girl at Vic's bar. And I was like, uh. What are you doing at Vic's Bar, first of all? You're supposed to be a respectable man. Don't go to places like Vic's Bar, I'm sorry to say. No respectable man would be caught dead up in there, talking to a girl especially. And he's like, oh, you know, at some point she told me that a man has to be willing to take care of her and pay her bills. Otherwise, she's not interested in him. And I said, yes, sir. It's called prostitution at the highest order. And at least this one's being honest with you and not making you believe that she loves you. Listen to her the first time she told you it's all about the dollar bills and the coins. 
She's looking for people to pay her bills. Understand me clean and straight. They come from a different world, okay? And the world in which they come from, at 13 years old, you out there already trying to turn some tricks on some man. Because that's all you have. The only thing of perceived value you have is your physical body. Not your brain, not your intellect. Most of these girls do not get the opportunity to go and finish any kind of real proper schooling. All right? They're not going off to to college or uh, um, trade schools or anything like that. They just learn how to service men at a very young age, men and women. Mm -hmm. And so when they come to the Cayman Islands at 18, 19 years old, they got a couple years of of experience behind that resume already. They're well-seasoned. And unfortunately, because of where they come from, they will allow you, you dirty men, and you know who your data, you know which one of y'all I'm talking about. They will allow you all to do anything to them. Now, you know, you can't go home to your little Caymanian wife and be like, oh, honey, I want to try this tonight. She's going to be like, what? She'll hit you over the head with a fine pan, probably. So that's not going to work. So all y'all want to, you be watching these like porn stars and only fans and all these movies and you think you can be a, a, an adult movie star and you want to get into the mix. So then you have to go to someone who will allow you to do all those things to them. Even, even if they don't really want it, they're going to do it for the money. And they allow you to beat them up and do all kinds of stuff and treat them like, you know. So it's not unheard of that this type of thing happens. And, you know, these men be out here in the streets trying to do the most. I don't know, boy. It's a hot mess. Mm-mm-mm. Jim says there's enough foolishness happening on this island to be adding to it on this video, to be adding to it like on this video. Yeah, Molly, this is, Jim, you'd be surprised how often this is happening. Alejandro says, oh yeah, it was about big Pappy Sandy. Um, Pappy wants survival of the fittest. Hot mess. Because they're paying out thousands and the man behind the door outside telling the girls what to say. I've seen it firsthand. Mm-mm. He says, you notice too, it's the strongest vocabulary error ever, yo. Um, I hate that using the male descriptive slang. Raymond says, yeah, I hate that using the male descriptive slang. Which, which male descriptive slang? What did I miss? According to Jonathan, it's a good thing that we have that type of bar and island. Here we go. Jonathan's all about this where that type of crowd can go. Because if we didn't have them, that type of bar here, it's very possible the patrons will spill over to the higher end bars. Oh, no, no, no. They wouldn't allow that. I would hope not. So they're better off being in business. I'm not so sure, Jonathan, that your logic is logical. <laughs> and I'll make no damn sense. Um, prostitution, whether it's high end or low, low end or in between, is supposed to be illegal on this island but it clearly uh, is being tolerated. And like I said, part of the reason that it's being tolerated, allegedly, is because the same people who are supposed to be enforcing it, i.e. the police, immigration, work, CBC, some of them men are the ones who are part of the problem. Miss hmm. Dorothy said Jamaicans who are from the country calls the woman him. Oh. Oh. Hmm. 
Okay. Perla says, any woman who fights over a man does not deserve to be called a woman, making the rest of us look bad. Idiots. Well, child, lots of it going on. So Alejandro agreed with the caller. He says, that makes sense. You're on point. Um, Carol says, could that caller be the owner? <laughs> no, honey, child. Jim says they probably have STDs too. Oh, oh, Jim, let me tell you something. Many years ago, I was speaking to um, my OBGYN and he was saying to me that K-Man actually has one of the highest rates of STDs in the world. I was like, what? He said, yes, honey, chow. Um, He said, we see it all. That's what y'all need is an STD database. And then you'd really know how prevalent it is in this country. I was like, wow. And because of these so-called human rights, now um, the government can't get rid of people who are have HIV or AIDS. So they come in here and work permits. There used to be a time when, you know, you got rid of them. Now, once they have it, they run into government to get free antiviral medication. The conversation just got real, y'all. Mm-hmm. These men be doing the most out in these streets. And then they come home and bring it home to their wives who pretend like nothing not going on. Oh, my God. It's scandalous. It's been happening a really, really long time. Can I tell y'all a story? Y'all know I love a good story. And why not? It is Friday after all. So listen to this now. This was a long, long time back in the day. And honey child, I cannot call any names. Although if you worked at Maples and Calder back then, this will jog your memory and you will remember when this happened. So um, I used to work at Maples and Calder a long, long time ago. We were in um, the old building, which is now the... One next to it. I forget what it's called now. I don't know if they've renamed it. Um, but it was Uglin House. Yeah. So we were, I think at the time, Maples occupied pretty much the whole building before they built the new building and moved next door. So one day I was on the mail room. I think the mail room was, I want to say on the second floor, if my memory serves me correctly. And so I was there in the mail room. I was a law school student. So, you know, sometimes I would stop in and say hi and whatever. And my, my job was very varied. Like I helped out at reception. I did a lot of stuff in the library, filing all of the new inserts into like the, um, the legal books and stuff that we had to keep up. So I was doing all kinds of stuff here, there and everywhere. So sometimes on occasion, I had to go down in the mail room to do something. If somebody was short on a team, I might help out with secretarial duties and stuff. Listen, wherever I was needed, I was there doing my job and trying to hustle, right? So I'm in the in the um in the uh mail room, and all of a sudden this woman comes in there, and um I soon ascertained who she was. So she was coming to talk to her husband. Mm. This, this this overlay here, spicy tenders, because it's about to get spicy now. Here, this part of the store now. So she came in there to talk to her husband, who was in the IT department, Kimanyan. Be very, very clear. These are Kimanyan people, huh? This woman had a baby in her hand. She had just come from a checkup, a postpartum checkup at the doctor's office. And I guess she had some kind of relations with the husband in recent times to only discover that she had some kind of STD, honey chill. 
And she was like, you, you bastard, you gave me an STD. Who you at? Who you at? And I was like, I was shocked. I was like, what the hell? So listen, I'm sitting there with my jaw on the floor. Like I'm trying to pick it up off the floor. Other people in the mail room, like, ah! and he's standing up there acting like he not did nothing. And this wife, I was like, oh my God, I think she's going to drop the baby. Like I was concerned about the baby because she had the baby. She was there with the baby. I was like, okay. This, this was me. This is what I was thinking in my head, right? I was like, all right, Sandy, just be ready to go and grab the baby in case she drops the baby. Because, oh my God, she's so upset and she's crying. She's hysterics and whatever. I was like, uh-huh, please don't drop this baby up in here today. But she just found out and she came straight from the doctor's office up in there. Now, you know when I guess you've probably seen a scandal or two in your life and you know how to handle a situation? Here it comes, and I'll never forget. I'll mention his name because he handled it with such poise, right? And he wasn't phased by what he was seeing one bit. I'm like, this man must have seen some scandals in his day because he was so calm. Hey, shout out to Andrew Jones. Now, if you don't know Andrew Jones, he's like a tall, tall, tall. He's got to be like, six feet five or something. He's like really, really tall, very, very slim. And he was a partner at the time, partner of the litigation department. I think he now works in the court's office. He's retired from Maples and he is now part of the, um, the civil, the financial services court or whatever. So here comes um, partner, Andrew Jones. He comes walking through just calm, cool, and collected. And he was like, um, um, sir, um, he said, please, perhaps, perhaps you need to take this outside. And he just kept walking. That was it. Perhaps you need to take this outside in his very proper English accent. Perhaps you should take this outside. And he just kept walking. I was like, uh, and then they went in the stairwell and they kind of disappeared. My God. I was like, what a mess. I have seen it. I have seen some things. Up in Maples and Caldria. I was like, no, sir. Now, you know, that poor woman was so shocked. And she's like, the only place she could have gotten any STD would have been from the husband. Now, here's the most scandalous part of the story. Like I said, I'm not going to call any names, but I'm going to tell you all this little snippet of how these guys have. They're just. They don't care. Who was he cheating with? There was another partner at Maples and Calder, Kim Anion. It was her stepdaughter who had a connection to a politician. I'll leave it there. That's who he was cheating with. And, and here's the funny thing. At the time, she was working at Maples and Calder because somebody finally decided to give her a job and she got a job up in there. Well, shortly after that, she disappeared from the job list at Maples and was no longer seen there again. Wow. You can't make this stuff up. Pageant girl too. I was like, damn, that's who he was checking? Girl. Mm, mm, mm. Scandalous. Boy, if you were if you were there back in the day, whoo, Maples, wow. We could write, we could write a book. 
Here's another one. One more maple story about scandalous cheating, scandalous behavior. All right. So um, one morning, again, because of my, this was in the new building now. Child, nothing changed just because the building changed. The scandalous behavior continued. So a lot of times I would like go in early in the mornings before school, like check emails, do a little bit of work, and then leave for school, come back, whatever. I, I worked very irregular hours. Listen, I got to see some Saudi prince who came in like eight, nine o'clock at night. Because they don't come in during the nine to five, like regular business hours. That's not how they roll. So when they come in to review their 500 companies that they have in the Cayman Islands, they're going to come outside of peak hours with their full security entourage in tow. And here comes Sheikah, blah, 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 um, Abula. And, you know, you get a glimpse of his Sheikdom outfit as he's being whisked away into a particular lawyer's office or into that boardroom. And um, so eight, nine o'clock at night, you know, I'd be there at the reception desk. And I was like, oh, here he comes. Like, oh my gosh, you think he wants to adopt me? I'm not into the multi-wife business. I wasn't up for that. But I'm like, you could adopt me as like a, um, then again, they don't treat women very well. So I probably wouldn't want to be adopted. Never mind. Anyway. So, you know, I got to see a lot of interesting things <laughs> being at Maple. So here's another story. So one morning I get in early. Mm-hmm, and all of a sudden, I see another Andrew partner comes out, pull, pull, pull these, pull these things out of the mailboxes, pull these things out of mailboxes right now. A Caymanian, scandalous, who was, was she working at Maples? I'm trying to remember she ever worked at Maples. Anyway, she was an accounts. Claim that she had a, a CPA degree or whatever. All right, I'm going to get to that part of the story. All right. She she was working at Maples. That's how she got access to the mailboxes. Yeah, Maples had her hired. Her brother also worked at Maples. Um, CPA in the accounts department went on to, to get a legal qualification. Now, if you're Caymanian, you already know who, did, who it is. Right now in, in trouble with the law. Uh, she wrote this letter about this partner that she was having this salacious affair with. Good morning, caller. Good morning, Sandra. I, I I know you're on the cold hard truth this morning. Mm. It's always it's it always very good to hear the cold hard truth. It's very good, my to dear. Do. Sometimes this, I can't this, believe this it myself. Program. And I'm like that too. I can't believe mm -hmm. some of the things, but. My little, my little thing this morning, and I'm, I'm gonna be on it mm -hmm. until they open it. Is that mental institute that we have that yes. is ready think, to be open? Do you opened. think that would help any of these people that I'm talking um, about this morning? I, I don't think so. Oh, okay. You know, <laughs> I don't think so either. It it takes more than than than. than Dr. Lockhart is hard as he is trained mm -hmm. to get that open and still pushing and pushing because we, Cayman people, are pro people. We have people that have, have mental problems mm -hmm. and yet we're afraid to speak up for them because they don't have a voice. Mm -hmm. And we're hoping 
some of us that would speak up, and I know you would, and you probably know mm-hmm. some some mental people. And I, I don't know how you do it. I really don't understand when you hear these three, these things. I know you have mm-hmm. to have a lot of strength. Child, and you know what? I, you also have to just laugh sometimes at a bad situation because otherwise you would go mad. Yes, yes. And sometimes I think, oh, shucks, I asked Dr. Lahar to take me up there. In fact, I told him that mm-hmm. to, to put me up there. Some of the things that I, I know that is going on mm. and yet people don't want to do about it. And yet we call ourselves a Christian society. Mm-hmm. And and so so kind and be so this mm. the Christians in 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 some of us are are some of the Christians in this island and has been more a lot of them have passed on. Yeah. But they had guts what <clears throat> the younger people is not having these days. They rather just pick up and go. You know, but and you know what? Truth be known to caller. I mean, we always will have good people, but we've all always had as well people who turn a blind eye to bad behavior. Our elders who call themselves Christians, enough of them, but they're doing the most scandalous behavior back in the day, too. Oh, exactly. Uh, I mean, where do you think these young people learned it from? Uh, Exactly. They had some of the best teachers. Oh, in the, in, can you um, get another twin, Sandra? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I wanted to me- I wanted to mention to you. I was listening to um, you on on. Well, I listen every day mm-hmm. as much as I can. Um, um, last Friday, when you had um, teacher range. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. T- Telma, is her name Telma? Miss Thelma. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Do you know? Well, she was my teacher. Oh, really? In West Bay? Oh, yes, oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Make I tell you, she was one of the best teachers that West Bay School had at the time been. Mm-hmm. Um... They were building the school all right, but um, first we had to go um, in the town hall. So we didn't call it John Cumba because it was the it was back then when we had administrators. You were too you were too young. I wasn't even born. Yeah, I don't think we I didn't was born have then. governors. <laughs> we had administrators, yes. and it was. John Cumba that started the West Bay School, mm-hmm. but in the in the meantime we were at the now the West Bay Library. It was a town hall. So when people ask where are you going, uh, which school you go to, mm-hmm. we say West Bay Town Hall. Mm. But another thing you have to know, she mentioned about. Um, Miss Beulah Smith passing. Mm-hmm. She was also a very good teacher, and she replaced Miss Beulah. But Miss Beulah, 
um, raise uh, or help raise her, I don't know whether it was her sister, her niece, mm-hmm. son, Atli. Atli is the father of our representative, Andre Banks. Hmm. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. And Atli is very, very educated. And Miss hmm. Bueller taught us a lot, but so was <clears throat> Teacher Range. Teacher Range was much stricter than than um Miss Bueller and uh, hmm. when we were crossing her house, which she lived in the house and the house is no longer there on um West Bay Public Beach. Not 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 um not the Seven Mile Public Beach, but the West Bay Public Beach. It was a house there, a wooden house. And we would be making a whole lot of noise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Coming from school and we join hands and we eat mangoes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But when we got by that house, oh, teacher range maybe there. Mm-hmm. She was a lovely person. Mm-hmm, and we mm-hmm. often wonder. Um she has a little accent. Where, where in the devil she come from? But we always thought she came from Honduras. Okay. Yes, but she was a good teacher, and I'm glad. I really didn't know that she was still alive. Oh my gosh! So and, blessed. Uh, I am. Uh, yes, and I'm glad that she's alive and still have that memory. She taught people like, um, I declare. Um, uh, Caroline E. Banks mm-hmm. is married to um, Leonard E. Banks, mm-hmm. and the the list goes on and on and mm-hmm. on. But she was an excellent teacher, and so was Miss Genevieve, so was Miss Miss Bueller. But I'm so glad to hear her. I'm trying to get a couple of us <laughs> together, and um find out where she lives in Northside and visit her because the memory I can, I can still be just, there. You just WhatsApp me and I'll send you the information. But thank you. Thank oh. you so much, Carla, for that. But yes, if you send me yes, a WhatsApp message, you. I will get you that. Sorry. I'll get you that information. Uh, um, um, somebody told me yesterday mm-hmm. that they know where she lives. Mm-hmm. I'll put you in contact with oh. her daughter and she can arrange something. Yes, yes. Thank you very much, Sandra. Thank it you, my dear. always a good show, and you go back to your cold heart, too. <laughs> Thank you, my dear. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good weekend now. You, too. All right, darling. Okay. Thanks Bye-bye. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. All right. Um, thank you so much to that caller. Yes, um, I'm sure she'd probably love to, to, to visit with a few people. Miss Range is a very social woman. She loves company, child. That's, I think, part of what has kept her so young. All right, folks. Shall we get back to the story? All right, where was I? Oh, yes, the letter in the mailbox. So here, you know, Caymanians, you know, I want to be careless. The the partner, the husband was a, um, I'm, I'm, he's got status now, of course, but he is actually, he was an English man and he came and fell in love. Well, uh, you know, when I'm telling you these scandalous stories, the scandalation goes from one person to the next and one generation to the next. So he had married a Caymanian girl um, who ironically had taken him from his husband, his wife. 
So, you know, they also say what goes around comes around at some point in honey jail. Anyway, they'd been married. Um, I think at that point they probably had kids and everything as well. Uh, somebody says, please don't take any more calls until you finish the story. All right. All right. Let me hurry up and finish the story. So anyway, um, so this letter goes in all the mailboxes. So every lawyer has um, a mailbox in the mailroom. All the little pigeon holes, right? Somebody went in the wee hours of the morning, and we've still figured out who the somebody was. And um, they put all these, they put a letter, same letter in every single box. So as the early lawyers, because some lawyers getting quite early, started getting it and reading it, they're going through their mail. Um, oh, this partner is cheating on his wife, and he's this, and he's that. And da, 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 da. It was like when the partners flew downstairs, pull, tell the mailbox, stop, pull all these letters out. But of course... Enough people had already seen the letters to know what was going on. And that spread like wildfire in Maples and called her OMG. So all of a sudden she outed her situation because then it came to her attention exactly who he was having an affair with. Another girl, like I said, her brother worked Maples. She works Maples. You know, first generation Caymanians. It was a whole mix up situation. Smart young lady. I don't know what she was thinking. But apparently she was head over heels for somebody else says, I heard of this story. Girl, yes, I was there. Mm. So she was head over heels for this partner and was thinking he was going to leave his wife for her. Eh, not so much so. He wasn't even going to leave the second wife for her. So, um, yes, girl, you have heard of this story. Hold on. Now we get into that part of the story. We get into that part of the story. So apparently when he was sneaking out and having relations with her, he would take her to his house and she was up in his wife's closet, trying on the clothes, talking about one day, this is all going to be mine. Oh, they divorced since. I'm not surprised. This is all going to be mine one day and whatever. So she pulled a very, very bold move by outing him at work all his secretaries now looking at him sideways, like, ooh, we didn't know you were hot like that, little English man. Hmm, okay. You can handle wife plus a side girl. Mm, okay. Two, two Caymanians at that? What? Anyway, Lord Jesus. So then the wife coming for, huh, hear how this go now. This, the wife is like, oh, you, you want you want to be bright. You want to take my husband from me? Well, listen, I took him from another woman, so I kind of know how this goes. So here's what the wife did. Oh my God. The wife started making some phone calls to check into who this gal is, right? So she had come to Maples, claimed that she had, um, you know, her CPA and this on the next thing. Well, the wife started checking out her credentials. I say that wife not stupid because come to find out this girl had lied about being a CPA. So her certificate, I don't know what kind of certificate you get, I guess, when you become a CPA, you pass exam, whatever. That certificate number belonged to somebody else. So she had doctored her certificate, gave it to Maples and Calder, you can imagine, doctoring a certificate to a law firm, <laughs> gave it to them, talking about she's a certified personal accountant, and she was not. Oh, my God, her poor parents. They must have, even her brother. He must have dropped through the floor at work. So this girl had to be fired from her job at Maples for lying on her resume. 
lying about her credentials. Yes, everybody, like, I know who that is. <laughs> y'all, some of y'all will remember this story. It was shocking and, and just unbelievable all at the same time. Yep. Yeah, somebody's like, I remember this. This person says, Good morning, Sandy. The Miss Cayman Universe was to be held here in 2025. That's what Kenneth Bryan said at the last one. Child, please. Uh, these Spanish prostitutes don't want to clean up because they got those men waiting on them. So leaving the yardies to clean up because uh, none not waiting on her. The prostitutes think that the Jamaican must clean up while they get the money. Uh-huh. Then they mention the brother, his sister, so-and-so. Teeth, honey child. Oh, she had teeth too? Mm-hmm. Was that in 2001? And was it so-and-so the lawyer? 2001, it might have been, you know. I don't remember the year, but honey child, this person knows. Or you know what's going on. And it was so-and-so, naming the wife, as uh, when that was happening to her, she lost her dad. Oh, my goodness. It was a whole, listen, you, honey, child, you're spot on. You know exactly, you know the situation. All them parties, that is correct. So, yes, that's exactly who it was. Mm, mm, mm. Um, so anyway, yeah, she eventually um, found out that she didn't have a degree. She didn't have no CPA. She was lying about that. Maples had to fire her. And then she kind of took a real downward turn from there. I think she had some, some sort of mental health breakdown because of it and all sorts of stuff. Girl, don't make no, no situation like that. Give you no mental health breakdown, but she did. Um, and I don't know where she is now. I don't know whatever happened to her. She disappeared from the Cayman scene. And, um, you know, pure madness. Anyway, one more scandalous story at Maples because Maples had their fair share of scandal, <laughs> even for the short time that I was there. Oh, we have a scammer in here talking about Bangladesh police. I have a friend who's admitted to the hospital. So please help me. Chat, please. Um, go call the police. Call 911. We cannot help you. You're talking about your personal phone number. No, I don't want your personal phone number. Come off the comment section, sir. All right, so here's one more for you. Now, this one involved um, two foreign nationals this time. No key manions in this mix. Again, another partner. Or they love to go after those partners because, oh, God. All they could see is dollar bills. Oh, my gosh. Talking about this brings back so many memories and so many other situations, so many cheaterations. So um, this one now, I, I remember her because she had the red, reddest, fiery red hair. And she was his secretary. And the worst part is, not only was she having an affair with her boss, who was a married man and a partner at Maples, but she actually got pregnant for him. And of course, he had to tell the wife. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's one thing to have an affair and you might be able to hide that from your wife. But somebody say, what Maples did you this morning? I'm just having these flashback memories of my time at Maples. But yes, um... She, he had to end up confessing to his wife that, oh yes, I'm going to have to be paying child support now <laughs> for this baby, this little girl, so cute with the little red hair. She got the red hair from the mama because, you know, now I have an outside child. I think him and his wife eventually separated two child. They have a high divorce rate is all I can tell you with these situations. Um, another, there's another Caymanian. She started her trolling at, at Walker's, um, you know, she a big time partner, you know, she, she stayed the course. Um, got pregnant for him, and that was a big drama. And then years later, got pregnant for a politician's brother who was married. Oh, God, I can't even keep up. Oh, the scandals over the years, my dear. 
you know, we've all, we've all, I guess, had a moment of scandal here and there, but some of them are quite epic. Anyway, let's move on. That was Scandalous Friday. Um, wow. That's, um, she's here not working because, because what? He's still doing what? He still takes care of her? Oh God, I gotta read this message. Hold on. He, she's here and still working. No, I don't mean her. I mean the other, the other crazy Caymanian one who wasn't really the CPA. She disappeared. Um, so yeah, she's here and not working. Um, he's still doing for her. They had a daughter named so-and-so and the daughter lives in the UK. Oh, the, the husband moved back to the UK? Yeah, you know, these women, listen. Oh, okay. Yeah, these women really, um, they try to position themselves so that they never, that's the whole idea is to, to get these partners, you know, to marry you and not even marry you, child, because if you have a, a baby with a partner or a doctor or whatever, you know, they're going to be paying child support. Like you get the right one, they're going to have to pay child support and the child support is not going to be cheap. Um, and that reminds me of another girl. She had a baby for doctor. At first, they didn't know who he was for, who the little boy was for. She had to take a couple of DNA tests, but it was for the doctor. And then after that, she had a little girl and she was trying to pawn the little girl off on the doctor and the doctor's wife, because yes, he's married, said two babies with the same girl. My God, you never learned the first time? Please take a DNA test. And um, she took a DNA test and it's not for him. Then she thought it was for a musician and it's not for him. This was like an episode of Jerry Springer. I'm like, well, hell, who is this child for? Only God knows, honey child. Only God knows. I know. I don't know. Oh. Mm -mm. Yes. Uh, Jonathan, trust me, the irony is definitely not lost on me about the whole situation. It's a mess. Oh. She gone, she gone from there too. One mess. Yeah, that sister was never quite the same after that scandal, unfortunately. Um, but I haven't heard or seen of her for in years. Anyway, so listen. So yesterday now, here I am minding my own business in jail. And somebody sends me this um, message. You know, I didn't know that that was her last name. That who she family to? Hmm. Somebody said, I heard that she's in the UK. Could be with the MSN still send possible. Have heard her. I was disappointed when I heard it. Oh, somebody says, yes, I know what you're talking about. The wife and sweetheart heard the story. Sweetheart had no degree in accounting. Well, she had an accounting degree, but she wasn't a CPA. She didn't have that qualification. Um, the wife since divorce. I'm disappointed when I heard that as I looked up to her at school. So quiet. Um, oh, that was a crazy side piece. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, um, hmm. hot mess. Somebody said they remember going to school with her. Yes, my love. What a hot mess. Anyway, so yesterday now, uh, minding my own business, and somebody starts sending me this message. Said, Miss Sandy, can we get you to investigate this situation? And I'm like, oh, Lord, what is it? What is it now? 
And so I'm going to show you all the video first, and we're going to go through some of these messages because this is just really weird, but it's on point with the whole discussion of prostitution in this country. Hello, prostitution is alive and well in the Cayman Islands. No one's ever being, well, they've had one conviction. They convicted that one guy for being a pimp. Remember him, the crazy guy? Um, that's the only conviction that I'm aware of. But it seems to me that there's more pimping and you know what else prostituting going on around here that we're willing to admit to. And yet nobody ever gets prosecuted. I mean, the police, they better stop looking at me and go go deal with some of this stuff. So remember this guy, his name is um, Wayne Miles. He was actually convicted of six pimping charges in 2019. And also he was dabbling in cocaine and other things. Um, hanging out at the um, parking lots of different places. But he's the only person that I can think of, and I'm pretty sure I'm on point with this, that has ever been convicted of pimping. Now, take a look around and ask yourself, how is that even possible? Mm -mm. Shouldn't be. But let's have a look at this one, y'all, because this one is next level crazy. So this is a video that I'm playing now on the screen for online viewers of a man who dropped off a flyer going on to people's workplaces and dropping off these flyers. And it says heaven's touch massage center, professional home and hotel massage services. Be relaxed by strong muscular, lots of typos in this, by the way, by strong muscular, by a guy who will take you, who will take you have, what? who will take you have and back with good services. Who will take you have and back? What the? F anyway, <laughs> open from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. daily. Let us work our magic. Massage services offered. Full body massage, back and neck massage, sensual massage, shoulder massages, and exotic massages. Reveal a glowing new you with any of our massage services only at Heaven's Touch, visit us today, located in Fairbanks. <laughs> I had to question, oh, is that supposed to be to Heaven and back? Oh, geez, I'm peaceful. They can't even spell. How are you going to put together a flyer like this with so many typing mistakes? So listen, I, I really had to wonder, is this for real? Is this guy legit? So we're going to call him today and inquire about these sensual massages, shall we? Because inquiring minds want to know. Uh, yeah, same question we were asking. So let's call him. I think they said his name is... Um... Oh, hold on, Hina. Hold on. Tell you what his name is, honey. Chill. Um... All right. So let me get let me get the number now. Let me call him. All right, so let's call him because I, I, ha I have some questions. I have a lot of questions, in fact. Um, I, I would like some further explanation, but he did give an explanation to this person. I'm going to read some of those. So let's give him a call. His number's on the flyer, 328-2153. Let's see. Number you dialed is temporarily out of service. What? If you feel service? that you have reached this recording in error, please try your call oh, again. Oh, no, honey. Yeah. Let's call him on WhatsApp. Hold on here now. Um, 
You know what I hate about WhatsApp? The fact that you got to save the person as a contact. What should I save him as? Um, so I got to save him before I can call him on WhatsApp. So let's add contact. Um, create an account. Save to phone. Oh, God. These, these Android things, too complicated. Um, I don't know what to save him as. I can just make up a name. <laughs> Massage, but do not use DND, DNU. Do not use because one day I might accidentally be trying to book a massage and call him by mistake. And then hell to the no, we're not going to have that happening. Oh, Miss Sandy, I'm here to give you your essential massage. I was like, what? You doing what? No, sir. Hold on, Hannah. Uh huh. Mobile. Mm -hmm. Let's see if we can't reach him on the phone. Hello? Hello? Yes, morning, sir. I, I can't hear you. Can you speak up? Hello? Yes, morning, sir. I'm inquiring about your Heaven's Touch massage service. How can I book an appointment? Sorry? I, I can't hear you. Can you speak up a bit? You're booking today? No, no. That was two days in advance. It'll be Sunday or Monday. All right. Okay. Can I can I book Monday, please? Um. Now listen. I'm quite interested in the sensual massage and the exotic massage. Can you tell me a bit more about those services? You're gonna message me in WhatsApp. Sorry, sir. Oh, you're in a meeting. All right, all right. Send me the details on WhatsApp, please. I'd really appreciate it. Okay, thank you, love. He claims say he's in a meeting. Him businessman. Y'all hear that? Him businessman, rotted. No, sir. Aye. Mm. Aye. Oh, my gosh. I need to finish telling y'all what he told other people. Hello, caller. Good morning. Oh, yes. Let me put away the English voice. Hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Lord Jesus, I can't make this up, you know. <laughs> I, I, bet, I bet I would snooze in a doze and I don't know where you began at, but oh, it's it's yeah. I can't help myself. Um, I said, look at your you you look at you look some kind of people that can't be here and lying all the time uh -huh. on that bag sleeves by cockroach. You, you can't make no mistake with that. Is the human human I meet it? Yeah, but, oh you know, my God! Listen to me. The man is a Jamaican. Hello. Listen no, to sir? me. 
No, listen now. Listen now. This country that means you know so much is has gone run. to the dogs. Not gone to the dogs, or only it run from the bedroom, meaning everything in Cayman for, for a long time has only been about a sexual favor. And who will go over the top today? Because in my in my humble opinion, he, sex is like drugs, a, a game of, you know, let's climb the ladder higher this time. And, and and the one who got the highest climb is the one who sets the pace in the next who are the next decade or the next administration and on and on like that. And mm-hmm. you know, thank you very much for exposing it again because Lord the, the, the common person like myself really need to know some of these things because Hi we there. don't we don't know. Thank you very much. All right, honey. What a mess. Um <laughs> oh he booked out two days in advance he say yes sir can I, can I get him till monday sunday or monday need he need advance notice because he's so busy oh this person said she just got a phone call oh honey child tell me apparently he's available on monday he's saying he's available on monday Okay, then. Somebody else says, I found that flyer circ. I saw that flyer circulating somewhere. I'm trying to find it. Yeah, man, been busy with his marketing. Good morning, caller. Good morning. I know um, it's Friday and we're all, I guess, tired from the works week. Mm. But you know what I find interesting? That we're all laughing about this. How do we expect to catch a criminal if we have him live on air one? And we continue talking about it. Do you realize that anyone can go out there and buy a SIM card for you? He don't have to have this number in his phone. Maybe he's a work permit holder and work for someone else mm-hmm. and doing this as a side job. But how are we going to catch him well, if I, he goes back and listen to my road and realize he's on air? Well, this one is easy to catch because we have all the messages from that phone um, okay. that, that I'm going through and showing. So this one is a bit of a no-brainer, to be honest. I mean, work should have no issues tracking him down. His name is Alex, apparently. Well, that's the name he goes by. And he is a Jamaican national. Okay. (laughs) No problem, my dear. So, yes, we do have the evidence here for immigration to um, pick him up if they wish to do so. Whether or not they will do that is a whole other question. So, Heaven's Touch Massage Center. This is what he says in his messages to people who were inquiring. So, this woman was actually calling inquiring um, for her co-worker and his birthday's coming up like next month. However, this one says he only services women. It's for women only. So he not interested in no man. Okay. But he goes on to say um, that, hold on here now. Hold on. He goes on to say uh, in quotes, um, we're, we're currently offering to females for now. Okay. Cause they said they wanted to get a coworker a gift certificate for his birthday. I thought it was you who wanted the massage is what he's saying to the female. Then he turns around and sends her a D pick. Use your imagination. And it was a time photo. So once opened, that was it of his privates. Yes. He goes on to send messages. We have it right here in black and white. 
Sensual massage is a kind of massage technique that allows you to give and receive pleasure through an intimate massage. Say what? This sounds illegal at best. Your massagers will speak about inner thoughts to the one with whom you're providing massage. Huh? Inner thoughts with a massage? Honey child, I went to have a foot massage yesterday and there's no inner thoughts involved in that. I was snoozing as the young lady was doing a proper professional massage on my poor feet. I don't know nothing about no inner sensual massage. You do that with your private partners. This is not something you go to a salon. This is not a happy ending kind of thing, but this is exactly what this man is telling her. So she says, oh, thanks. So what's the exotic massage then? Sounds interesting. <laughs> and what's the cost and how long are the massages? Mm -hmm. He continues and he provides her with information. Exotic massage required erotic massage. Sorry, erotic, not exotic. Erotic massage explained. Erotic massage is a means through which two people, it's almost like he copied and pasted this from somewhere. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. But anyway, is a means through which two people in an intimate touch and stimulate each other and communicate love and tenderness too. Uh, dude, you're a professional masseuse supposed to be. I And there's no communicating love and tenderness with you. I don't know you. Touch and massage, therefore, are the perfect tools for sexual foreplay. Excuse me? So he's just admitted. That's the only evidence you need right there. The man has just said sexual foreplay. What the what the legit hell is this? Caller, good morning. Well, no, no way. W-O-R-C or whatever that is, whatever that means. W-O-R-C and immigration now out there on their stick horses right now. Did this... Does does a business like this need to have a, a business license and all that in Kema? Um, I, I would hope so. Well, 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 well then people now call shutting your program down, calling you off here and then getting all your information and riding someplace now. Huh, my love, I don't know. No, but this is what is wrong with us in Kema. You know something? Unless and until we fix the middle management problem we have in Cayman, you know what that is? I went to a good, God bless them, a good American school. It wasn't the best, but it was a doggone good American school. Mm -hmm. And they told us about the importance mm -hmm. in organization and organization building of that middle management tier mm -hmm. in, in just an organization, let alone throughout an entire country, a small country, but an entire country like Cayman, look and see who our mid, uh, our middle management personnel are across the board in, in, in you would tell the, um, the greater degree. And you're not gonna find too many Caymanians in mid management positions. It is mostly foreign nationals mm -hmm. and you don't, Care. They want us to be sleazed. They want us to fail as a country. They want to see our people failing and they want us out of the way very quick so they can take over. Not, not paradise. We don't walk around talking about paradise, paradise. Not paradise. A good country. Mm. We had a good country and we can feel this kind of thing on here. Listen, when this mm. last election campaign began, I, I asked them for a few things. 
Number one was immigration reform. Mm -hmm. Until we touched that hot button called immigration. We are in trouble. We're going to continue to stay in trouble until we are finished. And another thing was campaign finance reform. Another hot button. Unless we are willing, and I'm talking about anybody that sits in the hot seat, as what you would call, we used to call, call them um, leaders of government business. Mm. Unless we're willing to touch these buttons, we are doomed. We are doomed. Don't care whose face you're smiling. Don't care who's, um, who's campaign or who's your agent because our elected officials have agents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't care who your agent is and don't care who sits in our hot seat unless and until we are willing to, to, to touch those two hot buttons. They weren't the only issues I had, but they were the two hot buttons immigration reform and campaign finance reform and what you're telling us this morning mm-hmm. i believe it to be true mm-hmm. and people are going to say why she don't shut her mouth mm-hmm. but we need to know these things mm-hmm. and unless and until we find somebody who got enough gel in their knees to yes. help them to stand up we will never know and our country goes and goes and not just the country okay, call, it, call it call it this might be i, I need you to to hold on for me go go listen because we're trying a little something something hold on okay okay hello yeah hold on hold mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. let me go back to this one we got hold on let me get to the front you gotta bear with me now because i'm not too good at this mm-hmm. you hit that button that says add a call yeah, but you hold on there. Let me get you back to the front. I'm going to mute myself from that call because I can't be silent completely on the radio because then the radio will drop the connection. So can you all hear that? Although I've muted myself. Y'all can hear her dialing, right? As long as you can hear her, but I don't want her her hearing me. Y'all stay tuned now. We're going to try a little something. We're going to try a little something. What a hot mess. Oh, Lord, the call dropped, girl. You did it wrong. You dropped me. You have to select add call. Oh my gosh. All right, here we go. Trying it again. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, where is the button that says add a call? Um, it should be right on the screen, on your screen right now. I don't know if you have iPhone or Android. No, I got WhatsApp. I mean, Samsung. All right, so right in the call window where you have Bluetooth, hold call. There's one right there that says add call. So you press that button and then you dial the second number. I don't see it though. And you're, you see where you calling me like the actual call screen? Yeah. Um, It should be right there. Hold on. Let me try to, she put me on hold now. Okay. I see another phone call line. I could try that. Let um, no, that. let me, let me send you a screenshot of this on your WhatsApp so you can see what I mean. Okay, you me. should see that screen and you see where it says add call. That's how you add another caller. I know we did it before, but it's not showing it. Uh, I'm 
calling. <laughs> Let me hang up and call you back again. You just hold on. Okay. All right. I gotta get this. All right. Okay. Okay, honey child. She ain't get this. Poor Miss Ramelia's in disbelief. She's like, is this in the Cayman Islands? Yes. And to the caller's point, um, he may have had somebody else purchase the, the SIM card number, but here's the thing. You don't walk into Digicel or any of these local stores and purchase a SIM card number without them knowing something about who's purchasing the number. That's how we try to reduce the um, number of, you know, scammers and stuff that are using Cayman numbers. Yes, ma'am. Okay, it don't show us that. I see it when say add caller, but I see something about merge. Yeah, well, you would have to click on that once you get the other caller. You called him first or what? No, I called you first. Okay, well, to merge, normally that, that's when you have another call. But try try that. I don't know what version of Android you have, but try that and see. Invite my road. <laughs> oh, I don't want to see that. Now, I'm going to mute you so when you when you get him on, he doesn't hear me. Yeah. Okay, you go ahead until I, try, I keep trying. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So... Um, I gotta mute myself. All right. So um so Gabby says minimum wage not make it man have to eat. Well, I don't know what he eating, honey child, but here's what he goes on to say. This person says, Well, what's the cost? He said that includes see and touching of a nine inches. And then he put the emoji for your private parts, in case those of you older folks who might not know that that um emoji, which is um what what's the proper vegetable called again? Anyway, that's the emoji for you know what. Um, optional to you. The cost is $50 and up. Which one are you interested in? Again, doing it. Damn phone. <laughs> Poor her, she can't figure out the phone. So, um, then he says, <clears throat> you see, you see this up at the top? That's the picture at 319 that he sent of his privates or somebody's privates. I don't know if it's his or who. And he says that's included in sensual and exotic massage. But he did it as a timed. Now, girl, this is when you got to have that screenshot thing open. Somebody send you time. Eggplant. Thank you. Thank you, my dear child. Um, that is when you've got to have the window ready to, to screenshot it. The, the camera screenshot it when you open it. So he, ha- he sent his privates as a time message. And he says that's included in sensual and exotic massage. And so when he says that, it, that's included he claims um, it's nine inches of eggplant that he's going to be offering you. Mm. Caller. Mm. It won't show that he even saved you. I'm not too sure, child. It even saved you. It's not showing it. I got one thing that I can't hear you. I got a phone. So you can add, you should be able to add a no, person. But anyway. Wait, let me just copy this and show you. What this is my screen showing me? My screen is really funny. What is this? Sound like you need a new phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's a new phone, but it's not the top one. But this person Let says me... you can't screenshot and open once only features pictures. I like on your I don't even know, child. I don't really use that feature, so you want to okay, charge look at it. it. Look at it. <laughs> look at what I just sent you by WhatsApp. Okay, yeah, it's the one at the top. Right. That one that says the plus sign, that's out of call. Yours is symbols and not words. That's it. At, at the top right? Top right. The little icon right at the very top right. The little phone and the plus sign, that's the one that you hit. And then you're you're able to call another number. But I don't see it. 
You, it's on the screen you just sent me. Oh, Jesus. The screen you just sent, which has the red hang-up button, the one in the middle is the hold button. To the right of that is the add call button. It's right there. Send your poor cousin. Circle it and send it. Circle it and send it. Lord Jesus. All right, all right, all right. Let me see. I'm not too good like you, you know. Oh, geez, I'm peace. Let me see how to circle it now. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> no, sir. Let me see if I can get it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm-mm. Let me see now, honey chill. Um, I'm on the computer, of course. I'm trying to figure out how to do that at the same time. All right, let me see. Do, 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 do. Edit. Edit photos like a pro. Well, I don't know about all that, but uh, okay. I think I can circle uh, markup. Here we go. So I'm going to circle it, save it. <laughs> Lord Jesus, this is just too much work this morning for my little brain. And then I'm going to send it back. Oh, 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 hold on. Hold on, caller. Here we go. That, no, I think you're doing it wrong because I shouldn't hear you dialing. Okay, look at what I just sent you. It's that button there that you press that will allow you to call somebody else. And then you have to merge the two calls after that person picks up. You understand? This is like that show to catch a predator. All right, let me mute myself. All right, so um, yeah, folks, this is real. This is this guy is out here trying some kind of hustle. Now I can't speak to is this a scam? Um, is he gonna take your money? First of all, women, listen very very carefully to me because this is quite serious now, right? We might have a good laugh at the ridiculousness of this flyer, but under no circumstances. Do you go to anybody's house, especially men, for a massage? Now, there are businesses that come to your home. Those are legitimate businesses. I've used one that will come. They do mobile uh, massage services. They come to your home and they provide a massage. I never do that without somebody else being here in my house, a.k.a. my husband. Okay. He's in the next room. I'm like, okay, I'm going to book us a massage for the day. No answer. No answer this time. All right. Well, I reckon he might be, he might be on test now. He's not going to answer. Um, yeah. but thanks, thanks for the efforts. I appreciate it. Okay. All right. All right, my dear. All right. So, um, you know, good common sense should dictate that anybody who tells you to come to Fairbanks, I don't know where in Fairbanks he is talking foolishness about you can get a massage. Don't do it. Now, this is, like I said, this is now a very serious part of the discussion because this is how you could end up a victim of something much more serious, right? Um, these mobile massage services, I am really, really surprised that they even get a business license. Of course, the next thing that I now want to do is see if Heaven's Touch Massage Center has a business license. Good morning, caller. Hello? Caller? Uh-oh. 
Looks like that call dropped. All right. So let us have a look now. DCI, Trade and Business Licensing. Let us have a look and see if any anybody in the right sense has given Heaven's Touch a business license. So we're in January 2023. Shall we look at that list first? Heaven. We'll type in Heaven. See how many Heavens there are. Um, I wonder if he misspelled it. So nothing coming up for Heaven. Let's try Touch. Nothing coming up for touch. What? Oh, I think this is the wrong list. Yeah, this must be the exempted list. Hold on. Let's go back. Oh, my apologies. Those are the exempted companies. No, I need to go to the regular trade, trade and business license. Oh, yes. This is a much bigger list, 200 and something pages. So there are nine businesses that have the name heaven in it. Let me increase the size here so I can see this properly. All right. Business number one. Um, let's see now. Number one, that's Safe Haven. Nope. Safe Haven, Haven Circle, Stone Haven. Those are addresses, not what we're looking for. Heavenly Helpers. No. Um, Touch of Heaven Beauty Spa. Nope. Uh, and that's it. So, I'm not even so sure that this guy has a business license. I don't see him. I don't see heaven's touch. Let's search for the word touch. Could it be something else? Uh, maybe he misspelled it on the business license because he seems to have an issue with typos. Oh, God, the word touch is in 70 things. So there's touch of beauty, salon. There is touch, janit perfect touch, janitorial, pro touch gardening, touch of perfection. Um, tropical touch, day spa, touch home care, touch of glow, touch car wash. Oh my God. Mm -mm. Touch Cayman, touch of elegance, final touch, touch of green, touch of elegance, touch construction, soft touch, island touch, unique touch. My God. Cleaning touch. Professional touch. There's every kind of touch except heaven's touch so far. Um, it doesn't look like this person has a business license. So let me say this as well. Before you engage in services with anybody, this list that I'm now going through is publicly available. Okay, this is where now I have a responsibility to make sure you all educated. I'm going to put the link in the comment section. If you need to know if somebody has a business license, please, before you engage in business with anybody, tiling companies, roofing companies, make sure that they have done the bare minimum. And at the very least, they have a business license. Remember the scammer guy um, with the, the shutters? I think he he's going to find out his uh, situation here shortly, I believe. Uh, please have a look and see if these people actually have a legitimate business license. Do not hand over thousands of dollars to someone that you don't even know if they have a business license. And if they don't have a business license, then definitely by no means are you to do business with them. Now, here's the problem from a legislative perspective. Not having a business license does not seem to get you in any trouble with DCI. I mean, trust me, I have queried this on more than one occasion because I'm like, what do y'all do? Nothing. 
that should be a serious offense out there operating without a business license. Good morning, caller. Good morning, Sandra. How are you? Not bad. How are you? I'm good. Sandra, good. you know what I realized since you're talking about business license, we're so easy to blame. Me, myself, do it. We blame government. I mm -hmm. always sit on work and GCI. But as a um, customer, you can ask that contractor for his mm -hmm. business license number. Of course. Or his business license. Yes. When I send out, for example, if I'm doing a, a quote, quoting a job for a customer, mm -hmm. all her quote at the bottom of her quote has her business license number. Because mm -hmm. some people don't take the time to ask questions. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. That protects me. And it protects the customer. But then again, you have some customers, right? If they're going through insurance and banking, for example, banks and insurance usually ask for two or three quotes. But then you got some customers that take the money from the pension to do upgrades to the house, to remodel the house, mm -hmm. to fix the house, or whatever. Or they have the hard cash. But a lot of our people, our Kimanian people, and those paper Kimanians, and those that are here that has property, they look for the cheaper labor. Mm -hmm, so when mm -hmm. you go out there and look for a cheaper labor and a cheaper contractor, what do you think is going to happen? Mm -hmm. Sometimes, yes, $5 is more than one, and it seems like a big portion, but believe me, you go out and pay that contractor that has all his documents in order and is charging you the most, your work can be done on time, it can be professionally done, and you have a guarantee of one month. Mm -hmm. If you're going to do it by the smaller contractor that has no license, no paperwork in order, mm -hmm. and is just giving you a figure off of his lip, what do you think is going to happen? Your job is not going to get finished. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you just... Yeah, as a as a as a business person, I'm telling you, not all contractors are. Yes, they're teams. Yes, they're dirty. But if they can take a fool person and use, they will do it. So it, it goes both ways. If you understand where I'm coming from, mm -hmm. if I get a bid, three bids, one for ten and one for four, I'm going to go with the one for four because it's cheaper. I save four dollars, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But that's where you go wrong. Because mm -hmm. that contractor did not go out there and call A.L. Thompson or Cox or Kirkland said to find out what's the price of heat, sheet rock, or a piece of metal to frame. Mm -hmm. Right? He gave you a figure off his mouth. So when his job cannot be completed because he realized the money is gone, because he used it super of one, he's actually probably using it to find another project that he couldn't complete. Mm -hmm. So you send the loophole. Then this is where the shit hit the fan. That you gotta call immigration DCI, you gotta go police station, you gotta file a report, you gotta go to small claims court, you gotta do all this. Mm -hmm, People mm -hmm. can prevent certain things too. Yes. Oh yes. And this is why I'm suggesting people do their due diligence because I mean, ultimately, as they say, buyer beware, consumer beware. So I agree with you 100%. Now it falls on the consumer. Someone said he was actually at Kimana Bay yesterday handing out flyers. Well. If I have to sit down, for example, it just happened to my mother, and I told her plain straight to us, moment, if you really want to put this case to ease and get it done fast, you can do our body going shimmy on my road. Mm. Come to see, I went into the DCI website. His license expired in 2017, mm -mm. and he hasn't been it since. Okay? Mm -hmm. I called DCI and what they say, well, it has to be done the proper way. It has a report, it has to be filed, blah, blah. It's a whole process you have to do, right? Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. again, in her concept, this is what I said to her. You went out there mm -hmm. and you looked the cheaper contractor. So what did you think was going to happen? Now, the contractors came in and all of the contractors that came in, all of their quotes 
one was 28, one was 25, one was 24. The man that she got to actually start the job for that has not completed the job only charged her 11000 So who was going to give him the rest of the funds to buy the material and finish the job? Mm-mm. So this is what I'm saying. He did it off a mouth. Oh, yeah, just give me 11000 This can do it. But real, realistically, that cannot do it. 11000 cannot fill an apartment onto your house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. As me being in construction, I can tell you that I'm pretty sure a lot of other people can call and should have seen things. Yeah. You have All a contractor right. right now. We have a customer that came to us. A contractor right now, what he did, he eats her to $2,000 for her. What she has to do, she has to lawyer. But mm-hmm. again, you as a consumer need to monitor yes. what they're doing. Absolutely. Thank you, caller. Appreciate that. All right, you have a good day. And you know, one of the other red flags to folks is when when a contractor, um, listen, you know, when, especially construction, you've got to go through planning. And I always ask people, I said, okay, what is the planning requirement? I want to put up a little pergola. What's the planning? Well, you're not going to go through planning for that. I'm like, actually, I'm told that I do. So when you see contractors who are not willing to, um, you know, even follow the law, and they don't or they don't know the law they don't know what's required of them that's a problem that is a serious problem those are red flags don't get people who are going to um cut shortcuts not make you go through the planning process because then when planning shows up at your door the embarrassment is on you and you're the one who's going to be hauled in court for non-compliance or you know it served a notice that's going to show up on the planning board meeting and all kind of stuff So, yes, I agree with that caller completely. Consumers need to protect themselves. And one way in which you do that is to ensure, number one, check to see if these people have a business license. Yeah, that's the first thing that you need to do. Now, here's the thing. If the person does not have a business license, do not do business with them. But this is where it really shocks me now, right? It's a ticketable offense, according to Section 17.1 of the Trade and Business um, Legislation. Okay. First offense only. Any further contravention shall not be considered a ticketable offense. Fixed penalty of $500. That's it. I got a problem with that. You're out there carrying on a trade or business in any form without the island in the islands without a valid license. It should be more than $500. Huh? Hello, legislators? Can y'all increase the fines? This is like the gambling legislation. There is zero deterrence before they amend it because the fine was like $25 and $10. That doesn't make any sense. It shows that you don't even take the offense seriously when the fine is only $500. That's a speeding ticket. Right? So these are some of the things that these legislators should be out here doing, uh, refining the legislation to increase penalties to discourage people. Same thing with the with the littering law. The fine is only $500 for that too. How, how, how serious can you take littering? That should be a $5,000 fine. Right? So this dude has no business license. He was out in Kamada Bay apparently yesterday handing out these flyers <clears throat> to all the companies and stuff there. Lots of companies, corporate entities in Kamada Bay. 
retail schools, even um, retail stores, my apologies, even a school. What if one of those teenagers walked by? Was he handing them a flyer too? Thank God school's out this week. <clears throat> um, yeah, see what Siobhan said. Wow, $500, no, sir. I agree, it should be more than that. Slackness. Complete and utter slackness. Anyway, <clears throat> DCI, I believe that you've got all the evidence in the world that you need now this morning to go and arrest this guy for number one. Well, it's a ticketable offense, so there's not, that's not an arrestable offense, but ticket him for operating without a business license. It sounds like he's probably a work permit holder. Uh, surely you've not um, granted him a work per permit for prostitution um, and to go out there carrying out exotic and sensual massages, according to him. You have it in black and white, right? In text message form. Even if he denies sending these text messages, trust me, they can get it from Digicel and prove beyond a reasonable doubt that it came from that SIM card number. And whoever that SIM card is registered to, I assure you, they need to get a hold of Alex. That's what it's showing up as Alex. I don't know who Alex is, but there it is. Apparently, this will give you all the details now in terms of Alex. It says it is a Digicel number. Mm -hmm. He's answering the phone and he's booking calls as of today. Get with the program, folks. It seems to me that uh, we better put a real crunch into um, Alex's side hustle. Oh, my gosh. This is so crazy. We can't tolerate this kind of behavior, folks. It's amusing on some level because, I mean, I can't believe people are this stupid, to be quite frank and honest. But... Um, there's some real serious implications here for what we are sitting back and allowing to happen in our country. We bring these stories to you for a reason because you, the people, need to be informed. If prostitution is being allowed in this country and it's not, it's not legal, then it needs to be addressed. Simple as that. Caller, good morning. Yes, ma'am. Let me ask you something. When people um, achieve their payment status or whatever it is, what, 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 uh, how do, how can they lose that and get deported from Cayman after um, they've achieved that somehow, sometimes semi-legally? Because all the workings that go on behind the scenes, sometimes it really is legal you still got to hold your nose. How does people lose, um, get their, their Cayman <clears throat> privileges snatched away well, from them? And seems like that's hard to do. Yeah, I know, but, but how? I, I, well, we'll have to ask immigration when they finally come on the show. Oh, <laughs> I hope it is tomorrow afternoon at four o'clock <laughs> when we should have the second show. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but, but I really, I would yeah. really like to know how that, how how you trigger that, yeah, and especially in situations like this, because I really don't appreciate anybody coming from greener pastures because you'll hear them say all the time, "Oh, where they come from is better." 
mm-hmm. coming from greener pastures and warm muddy up my waters, when I know when I come into Georgetown, I could look from the top to the bottom. Mm-hmm. I don't like my waters muddy. And I came from clear waters. I came from up in the eastern, clear, clear water. You could see the you could see the bottom of the sea from across the road. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when I come to Ocean, I met up on the same thing. And now seem like everybody who come to Cayman just want to muddy up the my waters. I don't like it. Yeah. When when things like this happening, I want to know there's a way to, to, to get these people out here. People say, but they come send them back home. I don't care <laughs> where you send them, send them past 60. Mm-hmm. That's well, someone said maybe he was in a meeting with immigration or works this morning. We can only pray and hope, but doubt not. <laughs> no, we know better than that. I that know. wouldn't happen. This, has, <laughs> this person also says that he's setting a very dangerous precedent. As if you think about it, once that door is closed and you're alone with a quote unquote client, anything can happen. This is very scary indeed. But you hear where the address is to begin with? Fairbanks. Fairbanks. I'm like, where in Fairbanks that is? <laughs> I hope it's not at the at the female detention center. Or the I prison. was wondering, but I don't put anything across them. Anyway, ma'am, have All a nice right, day. All right, my dear. Thanks. Um, it, it's a mess. It's it's a real mess, honestly. So, um, you've got to pay attention, folks. The responsibility ultimately falls on you. Buyer beware. Consumer beware to really, really do your best to try to protect yourself. Listen, scammers are a dime a dozen. Um, and they will they will do just about anything to separate you from your money. I don't know what kind of guy this is. He could be a pervert as far as we know. It sounds like a pervert to me. Talking about um, eggplants and all kind of foolishness. Um, you know, he's just trying to get some unsuspecting person behind closed doors with him. Don't go to anybody's house. For these personal massages, if you are in the massage business, you need to have a location. In fact, someone mentioned that um, these types of businesses are supposed to have additional due diligence. So this person says any business operating and providing masseuse services are required to be additionally licensed by the medical and practitioners board in order to be legally compliant and qualified for a trade and business license. Would be interesting to ask if he has a business license. We've now answered that in the um, negative that he does not have a business license. But it's good to know that there are these other conditions for people who actually go and apply for a business license. Most people who take the the proper route of applying for a business license, you know, they're more likely, not all the time though, but they're more likely to try to be compliant with the law, right? At least they're starting with the most basic of laws and getting a business license. Pat government. Can we please get y'all to increase some of the fees associated? I know it's a lot of laws to have to go through to increase the penalties, but I really feel like, especially if it's a ticketable offense, it's not an arrestable offense, please increase the ticket amount. $500 is a drop in the bucket for these criminals. All right. And um, this is not a good look. Hmm. Um. Alejandro says we need to start over again tomorrow so I can call in. I um, But I got to get permission first because I got a good proposition for him. No, sir. So, um, folks, whoever Alex is, all I can tell you is I hope that Works is actually paying him a visit today. Um, because I think the police need to pay him a visit as well because prostitution is um, a, an offense. And, um, of course, that is something that uh, 
somebody should be arresting him for today. I mean, is there such a thing as, I mean, he hasn't carried out the act yet, but there, is there any, um, what's the word? It begins with a P, um, predicate, predicate offense where it's like, it's not the primary offense, but it's what you do to get there. Is there anything on the books as it relates to prostitution for that? So in other words, solicitation, although you haven't actually committed the offense yet. Um, I think that is something that it re that really needs to be looked into. Perla says, you're making it hot today, hot in here, Sandy. What a mess. Folks, one more warning before we go, since today is Scammers and Scandal Friday. Please, employment scams continue to be an issue uh, in this country. There's a number of these, again, that are being circulated, looking for female office and home cleaners for the Cayman Islands. Uh, these are people out of Jamaica now that are running these scams. Do not fall for this. There is no company in Jamaica, no legitimate company in Jamaica that would have a business license to operate and recruit for construction workers and other things. Good morning. Sandra, I have one more question. Mm -hmm. Where in the construction industry, when you're applying for a temporary permit or mm -hmm. a grant or whatever, you have to provide a list. It's called an A form. Mm -hmm. And on that A form, you have to put all the jobs that you got going on and you have to have a contract signed saying by you and the um, both parties that this job is going on, how long it's going on for and whatnot. So you basically have to produce that you have enough work mm -hmm. to keep your worker here on the island, right? Mm -hmm. Why they're not doing that with janitorial services? Because janitorial services come in like the dollar bill now. It's no, but they are. They're doing that for janitorial services, for lawn services. But here's the thing. These people are finding people to quote unquote provide them contracts. And those people are lying. They're doing it for free. So well, works, works need to needs to get on the board. Well. Maybe our own people need to be penalized as well. Maybe if they would get a hefty fine or a prison term, then mm -hmm. they would think twice in doing something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because well, I, I mean, so, so to be, to be, um, somebody to go in. I'm not going to call the, the company right now, but yeah. the company is always up on Facebook. They're $18 per hour, seems like. Um, She got someone to go into her house and did some work for her. It, she actually posted it as private on the woman's group um, on Facebook. And stuff went missing from her house. So when she called the company, the company's like, oh, they don't know anything about it. So she asked to speak to the person that cleaned her house and the woman denied it, but she was the only person inside her house. When she left, those things were there. I don't want to say what the items are because she has filed a report, I think. And when she came back, the items was gone and the lady was gone. Hmm. And she cleaned what she said was clean, was just sweep up more. But she didn't try to move the sofa or nothing like that. So why am I paying you $18 an hour or giving you $100 to come and clean my house if you're not mopping <coughs> and moving my sofa to mop? Mm -hmm. hmm. Anyway, leave hmm. that there. My dear. Um, you know, it, it is a mess. Thank you, caller. I appreciate it. So, folks, listen, we need construction workers for the Cayman Islands. Work for us. The Employees Home Association of Jamaica. This is a fraud. Do not. You know how many times I've gotten this? Oh, Miss Sandy, is this legit? No, it's not legit. Who, who are these people? Who is the Employees Home Association of Jamaica? Shall we call them and find out? Sure. These people running scams on y'all left, right, and center. You've got to brighten up, smart up. 
Don't allow this to happen, folks. Let's give them a call real quick. Because I want to know how these people believe, say, that they can be carrying on this kind of thing in the Cayman Islands. Let me see. 876-620. Call them direct. They claim the gun number. Number you dialed is temporarily you see? out of service. Another if one. If you feel that you have reached this recording in error, please call so your So all of again. these <clears throat> people <clears throat> are operating numbers out of, um, <clears throat> they're operating these WhatsApp numbers, you see? Because even if the number is no longer good, they can continue to, um, what, is, what is one called? Employees Home Association. I tell you. Mm-mm. Let me see if I can call them on WhatsApp. I bet you the WhatsApp gonna work though. How much y'all want bet? No man, they be they be trying to scam people left, right, and center. When you're used to typing in an iPhone, I gotta tell you, Android is a little bit different. Um okay, so let's go to WhatsApp now and see if we can call them. Employee. Um, oh my goodness. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <sighs> Calls. Um, um, oh, good grief. Where is it? <clears throat> Let me see now. Calls, call, create a call link now. Uh, okay. Ah, all right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Trying to figure this phone out. Oh my gosh, these phones. So can I from here call? Is that WhatsApp? No, that's some other messaging. Oh my goodness iPhone, help me. Okay, so is there not a button where you can just call them? Uh, um, my goodness, they make this a bit challenging. Um, let me see, non-contacts, contacts. And then I can search for, oh, this one don't look like they have a WhatsApp number. So their number not working again. Oh, well. mm-hmm. here, you know. Um, oh, they have an option to call it. Non-1876-620. So maybe this isn't a WhatsApp number. Yeah, I don't think this is a WhatsApp number is what it is. All right. So anyway, um, don't don't fall for these people. Employeeshomeassociation.com, uh, likely to be a whole fraudulent situation. Folks, I know that people are desperate. We're actually going to go on Andre Stevenson's show um, soon. We've been trying to arrange it, but, you know, he's very busy. We're very busy. Um, try to see if we can warn people in Jamaica um, about these types of, of businesses. 
you know, talk about unemployment, unemployment insurance corporation. They throw up all these big words to fool people because they figure, you know, you don't know what's going on. And so they can throw up a couple of big words and whatever and have you fooled into thinking that this is a legitimate business. Anybody can throw together a little website like this. Believe me, you. The this the organization offers unemployment income to employees that have been unemployed. Like, what does that even mean? Thus, maintaining the employee's financial condition for the duration of their unemployment periods when unemployed. What? That's nonsense. That's nonsense talk. They claim they have utility bill support, interest-free loans, home financial, no deposit on a home acquisition. Really? No phone number now. They say that they're at number 60. What? Uh, Nutsford Boulevard, Kingston, Jamaica. Let's see what they have here in the contact. So just a contact form and a Gmail address. The phone number has since obviously disappeared. Do not be hoodwinked into anything by these people. They are not honest people, folks. They they spent $25 and um, they, they throw up a number. Does somebody say the number is working? Which, hold on. Let me see here now. Oh, this is another number? Wait a minute. That's another number. Um, hold on. Give me a second here. Um, that's another 876 number. Child, they have them. Ugh. 620. Oh, somebody says it's working now. Really? Hmm. Number you dialed is temporarily and now working service. for me, honey. If you feel that you have reached this recording in error, y'all think they got CMR blocked? Has the word reached Jamaica about us? <laughs> One eight seven six. No, honey, child. I think they got us. Well, they're not working for us. It says it's out of service. Number you dialed is temporarily out of service. But wait a minute. This number, hold on here. The massage guy, I just called him and he's coming up as an 876 number as well. How the hell? But that's not the number I have saved for him. What? Some scandalousness going on around here. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, K-Man. Have reached the voicemail box. Oh. So when I call it from that other phone, Makai get through, but on this one it rings. Hmm, what kind of scandalousness going on, Rania? Hold on. Let's try this other one. 620 Hmm, that's ringing. Maybe that phone blocked from calling over to you.
are unable to leave a message as the mm. inbox is full. Mm-hmm. Gary makes a very good point here. Again, consumer awareness is important. Gary says WhatsApp can't be recorded as end-to-end encrypted, so it should be a red flag if any number can't dial direct. Denver says just a suggestion. Government should be increasing their business license fees a thousand percent or more to come in proper line for the cost of uh, business license fees. Well, you know what happened, um, Denver? These people have taken advantage of a bit of a loophole. So the last government to try to help Caymanians, right, have for many, many years now waived work permit fees. So essentially, you only um, pay uh, the processing fee, the application fee of $75. And um, every Tom, Dick, and Harry is now taking advantage of that. To the caller's last point, construction companies are supposed to provide a list of contracts of who they have, you know, it's it's lawn businesses, construction companies, as well as janitorial companies. But I'm telling you all, the latest scam now, and I hope to God that that um, works is paying attention, is they actually have people going and providing them with a contract when they have no contract for those people. They need to increase the fines, and when they find and prosecute these people, they all need to start going to jail. We need to nip this in the bud. Lying to a government agency should be considered a very serious offense. So if you lie and you claim that you have a contract with ABC company, right, and they're providing janitorial services, why would they need to lie about that? You know why they need to lie about that? Because they're taking out work permits for people and have no work for them. That's the scam in all of it. So one lie is uh, perpetrated in order to do other things along the, li- along the line. We, we need to get it together, folks. I'm telling you, we need to start with increasing the penalty for a lot of these offenses. And then get enforcement out there and start cracking some nuts. Simple. Um, per, caller says, don't let anyone fool you about what's up. Law enforcement can access content. Of course they can, but there's a lack of motivation for these types of offenses. So we're going to start to wrap up the show. Miss Olive says, as bad as you might feel about Jamaica and Jamaicans, you better believe a lot of Caymanians is major players in a lot of these illegal activities. So we have to call a spade a spade. Jamaicans are wicked and it's the worst place on earth. <laughs> but one thing for sure, they don't come to Cayman Islands and start doing illegal business without the help of some locals. The Jamaicans just be upfront. Enough, a yes, wrong is wrong. I never, ever in my lifetime involved in anything that's illegal. Well, um, without a doubt, Olive, Caymanians are doing it and Jamaicans are doing it as well. And sometimes it's it's Caymanians that have, Jamaicans that have, have, be- have become Caymanians that are all in the mix. Um, but I don't really care who doing it. It could be the Pope. If he's wrong, he's wrong. So yeah, some of our own people are doing it. Some of our own people are definitely entering marriages of convenience and other such things. And they're part of the work permit scam. Jamaicans doing it too. Um, Jonathan says, if if we got men down here making $100,000 a month or more, you think all the men are going to be faithful? I'm not sure what that has to do with the current conversation, but Jim says, and a hell of a lot of people are running businesses online mm-hmm. without business licenses, and they're not Caymanians, residents, or even status holders. Mm-mm-mm. 
Denver says, isn't lying to a government agency a federal offense in the U.S.? I wouldn't doubt it. And I'm sure it comes with much more sensible penalties than um, what we see here. All right, folks, uh, that's all I've got for you today. So some headline news. Um, CUC is warning you about an ongoing phishing scam. They're saying, uh, do not believe it, folks. It is um, someone trying to separate you from your money. So if you get that CUC message, you don't owe them $2 and change. It's such a ridiculous message, actually. But don't click on the link that says click here. Don't click on it. Delete the message forthwith. Right? Miss Cayman license is no longer held by the Cayman Islands government. Um, a lot of people see this as a cop-out. I've been receiving messages to say that this is just demonstrates that Kenneth couldn't handle his business. I think in the end, honestly, he finally made a, the singular right decision um, about this whole thing um, after a slew of really, really poor and bad decisions. I don't know what else to say. And um, let me just see what else we had here today. And scammers, folks, um, left, right, and center, um, all over the place, trying to separate you from your hard-earned money. Please, whether it's a massage scam, building scammers, whoever these people are, do not allow them um, to do what they do best, which is, is take your money from you. We work too hard. Uh, out here for money. And the last thing you want is someone to take advantage of you in that regard. Okay. Um, I think that's all I got for you guys today. Yes. All right. Please have a safe, uh, enjoyable weekend. Really hope that um, you get outdoors, spend some time outside with the kids, get some fresh air, some fresh breeze, go for a nice little walk. And um, yeah, that's my best advice for you. All right, good folks. Be safe. Hello, I'm Kevin Watler, and this is your CMR Daily Buzz. Here's a summary of some of Cayman's latest headlines. Three people were injured after a rental vehicle and a dump truck collided at the Lawrence Boulevard and Estuary Tibbetts Highway roundabout yesterday. One of the occupants sustained a laceration to the head. However, all are believed to have sustained non-life-threatening injuries. Minister of Health and Wellness, the Honorable Sabrina Turner has announced that the government has purchased the former Mariner's Cove property to build a new wellness park. The minister made the announcement at the recent 6th Annual Youth Mental Health Symposium put on by the Alex Panton Foundation. His Royal Highness the Earl of Wessex visited the Cayman Islands Coast Guard base on his final day in Cayman on Wednesday. He was met by the Honorable Minister Sabrina Turner from the Ministry of Home Affairs and Colonel Errol Bathwaite of the Cayman Islands Cadet Corps. 
The Ministry of Tourism and Transport has announced the promotion of Louisa O'Neill to the position of Public Transport Inspector in the Public Transport Unit. She will be responsible for carrying out periodic inspections on Public Transport Board vehicles and permit holders to ensure that they are in compliance with guidelines. She will also be investigating and reporting on complaints against the conduct of permit holders, non-compliance with guidelines, poor service, and other matters. Now for your CMR weather update, it's brought to you by WG Charters, sunrise at 6.48, partly cloudy skies are expected when the temperatures at 83 degrees Fahrenheit and humidity at 71% like the forecast calls for, it will feel like it's in the high 80s. Winds east northeast at 15 to 25 miles per hour and the sun sets at 629. At nighttime, the temperature falls to the mid-70s. Looking forward, similar weather conditions are expected. If you would like to know more on any of these stories, visit caymanmallroad.com or follow Cayman Mall Road on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube. That's it for now on The Daily Buzz. Thank you for joining me. Please stay safe and God bless. for tuning in to another episode of the cold hard truth on bobo 89.1 fm cayman's number one talk show is live weekdays from 7 30 a.m never miss an episode again watch anytime on cmr's facebook and youtube channels for the latest show episodes don't forget to follow us online on our social media channels and visit caymanmarlroad.com for all the latest news and community happenings 